What's yeah, up, you, there we go. What's good with you? What's good? Good, good. starting out. Big sauce already. Big sauce. I'm ready to waste no time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't wait for the show, man. Had a couple. Had to crack a couple open. <laughs> how, how y'all boys doing tonight? Man, doing good. Good. Doing good. Feeling great. Good, how good. are you? Man, can you believe it's our 15th episode? 15th. Yes, sir. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> and we uh, also have a special guest with us tonight. Um, as you regulars know, uh, Donovan Kaiser. Back for the yes, third sir. time. Yes, sir. How you doing, my man? Main man. No. Yes, sir. How you doing? <laughs> Just vibing, doing my stuff, you know. Yes, sir. You must Them you old. must like us to come back the third time, man. <laughs> Y'all are all right. definitely enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So let's get this thing started. Welcome to Talking right. Sauce, where we get big sauce, talk college football and sports. So grab a drink, kick back, and come out and hang out with us. I'm your host, and tonight is joining me, my co-host, Juice. Tell the people what's doing? up. How y'all doing, good folks? And I just introduced the man Donovan. Tell the people what's, what's up, up, Donovan. Y'all? How's it going? <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get into the sauce rating. Tonight, we got something called Honky Tonk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Out of Nashville, oh, Tennessee. Should have um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is an interesting beer. It's a, it's a sour. So for you guys who don't know what sours are, they're more like a tart, uh, tart flavored beer. Just very uh, has that very tartness flavor. It is normally a, most of the time it's a fruity flavor. Uh, this one is uh, with cherries. Uh, it's called Cherry Berliner Weiss. So, um, yeah, and it's uh, blends an abundance of tart um, Montmorency Michigan cherry juice with a pleasant, <laughs> pleasantly sour Berliner Weiss beer. So, they're just, they're um, just making stuff up at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, there, there's so many it's different just types apple, of beers now. It's just a, some... <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've had, I've had. If you guys are familiar with like the peach rings that they sell in the gas stations and those little gummy sharks, mm-hmm. yeah. dude, I've had that flavor of beer before. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, and but dude, it was, it was awesome. The flavor it took me back to like you know <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the? Uh, it was very good. One of my favorite. Have. So let me go ahead and take a sip of this thing again. <clears throat> so <clears throat> you can definitely taste that cherry flavor. It's actually not as sour as I like it. Um, uh-huh. I like that sour. That I like that sour that hits you like a warhead. <laughs> and uh, so for me, um, it's it's very light on the lighter side, not too sweet. Um, it's pretty balanced, but for me, it's easy if you if you like if this is your first time trying sours, I probably would recommend this to you. So uh, for me, I'll give it um, I'll give it a four out of five. Big sauced. Okay. <clears throat> yes, okay. Sir. Yes, sir. Juice, what you got up for tonight? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I went back to uh, Stella Rosa. Uh, so we back we back to to her, and we just went with some old natural Moscato. So, um, yeah, this is what we're bringing out tonight, and um, I'm just going ahead and do this real quick, let y'all know. Mm. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's actually all right there. Got a little communion to it. Uh, got a little communion to it. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, um, yes, yes. Ooh, I feel it. I feel it. Right in my spirit. In my spirit. In my spirit. Uh, I'm giving this a, a big five out of five sauce. Okay, big sauce. Big Wine. Okay. Wine sauce. So, yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, real quick, we're going to go to the chat early. <laughs> Got the misses in here tonight. <laughs> Hold up, man. No, nah, no, nah, we can't. Nah, we better than all right in here. <laughs> hey, big, big shout out to uh, my big bro, Mike McKinnon, was down there in, in the gump to watch the game. So Prime big, time. Yes, sir. <laughs> big up to my brother. Big ups to my girl, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah, we had a good time down there. So, man, yeah, it was great. Yes, sir. Uh, also, as well, <clears throat> appreciate all you guys coming in. The chat's already live tonight. It's it's popping. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one more time yeah, but... real quick. Let's go to the chat again. <laughs> Stella Rose baptized you tonight, Juice. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You better believe it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, um, Real quick, you guys, we appreciate all you coming through, stopping by. Um, we appreciate all of our audio-only listeners. Um, so for you guys who will be listening to the podcast in the car tomorrow, um, we, we're getting some really good, consistent uh, guys listening to that. So um, we appreciate you guys tuning in, listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, also, as well, if you guys want to uh, donate and support our channel, as you can see tonight, Got a little swag going. Got the merch going tonight. Talkingsauce.com. Uh, we, yeah. you guys, we can get you in some nice merch. You guys can support us. Uh, going to talkingsauce.com. I've got a little bit of, I got a little bit of something for everybody. Uh, we got our champs lineup. So if you're a Gators fan, um, like we are, uh, we got something for the Gators fans. Uh, if you also, if you just want to support the channel, put that big sauce on. Talkingsauce.com. Uh, if you want to help us get these tasty beverages, uh, we have a sauce fund. You can support our channel as well. Everything is in the description down below. Uh, if you want to recommend anything, you can find us on Twitter at Talking Sauce, uh, Instagram Talking Sauce, TikTok Talking Sauce. Uh, obviously, we're on YouTube as well. So, uh, big show tonight, man. Like I said, this is our fifteenth episode. It's it's, it's very exciting. Um, it doesn't feel like fifteen episodes at all. Right. Um, I look forward to this on Wednesdays during my week. Something that I'm very, very like it's like a, a kid before Christmas every time. Like Wednesday, I'm like, oh gosh, I got podcast tomorrow. So I'm enjoying myself. How you feel, Juice? Hey man, I'm feeling good. Yes, I'm sir. actually feeling great. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Donovan, Donovan, I know you've done multiple podcasts before. Um, how do you how do you like doing podcasts? Obviously, you like doing them because. Been here three times already. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, just get to kick back and talk about my talk about stuff I like. Yeah, passionate about. So I love it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So let's get this thing started. Uh, <clears throat> let's pull this up here. So number one, Alabama at the number eleven, Florida Gators. Uh, yes, score ended up being thirty-one to twenty-nine. The Florida Gators fell short. By two little old points. Um, real quick, what we'll do, just kind of give your overall take of how you felt during the game. Uh, 
we'll start with Donovan because uh, Donovan yeah. was actually on the field for this one, and uh, I'm guessing he got to hear all the the loudness, the booze, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? A little bit of everything. So how did sure. how did it feel on the field? I know, like you said last time, you explained to us where you're kind of down there, you don't have the best views of mm. uh, plays and stuff, but how was the crowd? How was the experience? Well, the experience was 11 out of 10. Uh, it was awesome being down there. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was electric. Uh, just everyone in the stands and stuff. Uh, I think the final announce, uh, attendance was 90,887 or something. So it was like the fifth best wow. ever, which was crazy. Um, so, I mean, yeah, everything was just crazy electric, um, kind of the word I used. Uh, it's, you know, everyone everyone kind of felt it. You know, it's it's hard to compare. I would probably say the whole game, I think, was louder than Auburn in 2019. Um, but in terms of just, like, strict moments, I think Auburn was still a loudest, in my opinion. It's kind of hard to gauge on that. Um, but, like, the P. Ryan run, for example, that and Freddie Swain's like 66 yard touchdown on the first, like one of the first plays of the game. Those were two of the loudest moments I've ever heard. Um, but I definitely think like in terms of the whole game, I think Bama was much louder than uh, the Auburn game in 2019. So uh, the electricity, the, uh, the atmosphere is definitely back in the swamp. So it was just really cool to see, especially after a year like uh, last year where you didn't have many fans. Uh, you only had like 20,000 or whatever it was. So it was, it was awesome. That's what's up, man. Juice, how did your experience go uh, with watching the game? We don't want to talk about my experience. Uh, my experience was uh, – it was weird, man. Um, I was sauced. Um, and, but the crazy part was every time – so I didn't, I didn't watch no part of basically the second half in a sense. Cause every time that I went into to the house, man, we were doing something stupid. But every time I stayed outside, we were doing something. So I just said, "Hey, I just sit outside. I, I'll take I'll take this one." So I didn't really even watch the game for real. So I'm kind of superstitious that way. So yeah, so my experience was outside, just drinking and having fun with the family. <laughs> So yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. I uh, <laughs> for me the game, I didn't like the first quarter. Let me be honest. Um, that was just not good. Uh, it seemed like the Florida of old Florida, twenty twenty Florida. Um, when I when I saw what Florida came out with as far as in, um, the defense, uh, because the offense actually drove the ball down the field, so unfortunately didn't score. Mm-hmm. Uh, a touchdown, but I mean that's why you, you they got they did what they were supposed to do, right? Uh, they came oh, up yeah. short. They came up short uh, on, on you know that not only that drive but a couple other drives. But man, that defense. Um, and we'll go ahead and let's just go ahead and get right into it, kind of breaking down the game, certain parts of the game here. And um, that defense, man, the first quarter. So I'm gonna give you all this real quick. Y'all tell me what this means. So, eight plays, 75 yards, three minutes and 39 seconds. Seven plays, 75 yards, 
two minutes and 54 seconds. Six plays and 38 yards, two minutes and 24 seconds. Y'all know what that is? <laughs> Damn, it's the quarter drives. The first quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's called some OD. Yeah, that sounds like that's... that sound like a whole game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that shouldn't be something you see at the first like that. So this and, is uh, how. Oh my, go ahead, Juice. No, no, no. You good? I was just saying this is some Todd Grant. Well, and this I'm is how the game it up, but. <laughs> Yeah, after 21, you better change it up. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But it shouldn't have got to 21. That's the whole thing. It should never got to 21. Yeah. For and sure. um, the game, so for Alabama, they scored 21 in the first quarter, zero points in the second quarter, seven points in the third quarter, and uh, four po- or sorry, three points in the fourth quarter. And so for Florida, they scored um, three in the first quarter, six in the second, 14 in the third, and six in the fourth. So – I mean, you're asking you, you Todd Grantham put a lot of pressure on Emory Jones. <laughs> yeah, in that uh, first uh, yeah, first quarter. A yep. lot of pressure on Emory Jones. And uh-huh. um obviously we all saw it before this game. Um Emory Jones uh struggled a little bit to um uh, with, with turning the ball over because he already had uh, right now he's at a total of five interceptions uh, before this game he was at four. So right. Um, you kind of put a lot of pressure on him just as far as in, I mean, there's already a lot of pressure on him with you having the number one team come to the swamp. Uh, but you go ahead and say, Oh yeah. Hey, Emery, by the way, um, you're going to be down 21 to three uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> at right. the end of the first quarter. So yeah, let's go ahead and um, bring us back from that. But like I said, the offense made mistakes too, as well, um, because uh, in all honesty, the game probably could have been tied with some of the mistakes that we made. Um, so Bryce Young, um, they like I said, they scored. Bryce Young and Alabama scored twenty-one points in the first quarter. Uh, for me, they made Bryce Young look way too comfortable. Um, it, Alabama didn't do anything special. Um, a lot of underneath Nothing routes. Um, and even on plays, uh, and I think that them coming out in that soft coverage for me, that's what it, it set the tone oh, for those uh-huh. a lot of it set the tone for a lot of those missed tackles. Because you can see, even in even there were some plays that Todd Grantham did call the right defense. That play where Trey Dean um, kind of was in the box and he was sent as a blitzer, and he yeah, yeah. like he yeah. got to Bryce and they caught the ball about four to five yards from the first down. And I think mm-hmm. it was Rashad Torrance comes down and tries to uh, hit um, Jameis Williams, uh, but he literally whiffs on him and misses him. But I think my point is starting in that that soft like. It, it, for me, it set the tone in the first. It, it wasn't because um, you could see literally, and we'll talk. We'll get to that in a second. Um, when Florida flipped the switch, you could see when they flipped the switch, it was no more of that guys mix, missing tackles. It was no more of that soft coverage. Guys were on the ball, so I think having playing like that really kind of soft coverage, bail on everything, backpedal, not getting to the guy. Um, even on that play, I'm talking about when Rashad Torrance came down. He literally had to run like and I don't know if it's just he's out of place or if that was the play call. He literally had to run uh, probably like five or maybe eight yards to get to Jameis Williams and he missed that tackle. So, um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting game plan from our defense to 
play like that with a guy whose first start would be in the swamp with all those fans. Uh, Donovan just said that it was our fifth largest crowd um, ever, right, Donovan, at UF? Yeah, yeah okay. that's right. So I thought it was interesting to see that. Uh, do you guys, what do you guys think about defense in the first quarter? I mean, just like everybody else, what the what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, I mean, come on, like you said, that that playing that soft coverage did set it. It just basically set the tone. That, that was just basically it is what mm-hmm. it is. But I'm glad that he didn't keep that up. He did change it up. So, yay. But it, just imagine if you would have did that the first quarter. In all four quarters. Right. That This would have been a whole different ball game. So, mm-hmm. like you said, like you said earlier, you can actually, in a sense, say, I can blame this loss on the defense if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Donovan, but, you got any thoughts? Oh, not on the first quarter. I said, like I, like you guys said, I think he adjusted well. Um, it's just a lot. Of, I mean, not that he doesn't have the athletes, but I just, you know, I mean, Bama was piecing him up with screens. Same stuff that from the first two games that we struggled with or you have struggled with. Um, yeah. Just like the short screen game, uh, you know, underneath the little drags and the little slants and all that stuff. Just, you know, getting them – Getting them in space, you know, because obviously Florida isn't a very good tackling team. They haven't been for four years. Um, so it just, you know, just the same little things. I think besides besides the first quarter, I think I think the defense was called uh, really good. I mean, I think that was one of Grantham's top five games at UF in terms yeah. of calling the defense, except for the first quarter. I mean, like you said, if he if he calls that defense for four quarters, it's probably we're probably talking a whole different way about them. And and like you said too, I don't know what you say. You said Florida doesn't have the athletes. No, like, I'm I, not not quite. They have them. I just yeah. not. You're not. You're not there yet. Where you can just say, "Hey, you don't have the the five stars at every position." Where you can just say, "Hey, you know, just just play." Like just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you don't yeah. you don't have that. Yeah. So I mean, and you that, have great athletes, but they they aren't going to be able to do that every play. Yeah, and I think that's one of the issues with Todd Grantham's defense is when you really look at it. He puts a lot of pressure on guys because he, the way he lines up guys in, in his defense, like um, for an example, he'll put he'll put the linebacker um, in, instead of spreading him out a little bit more out of the box. He likes mm-hmm. to set them in the box. In the box, it, just to yeah. play the flats and all that stuff. Exactly, yeah. and that's putting a ton of pressure on those dudes, especially if you're already not athletically Athletic. gifted. Yep. Man, you're you're literally giving them a huge the, disadvantage. Uh, at and that's that point, what I but, don't like about his play calls. So sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, yeah, no. Because, like you said, it's the athletic. You know that person is not that. It might be the right play call, but dude, he ain't that athletic to cover right. that to do that. So let's not do that. Yeah, a so, little bit more, you know, a little less X's and O's, and just say, hey, like play to your personnel. Right. There you go. That that's it. Yeah, and yeah, that's what some like. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, you know, we're getting guys like oh, what was the name Shamar James and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, really uber athletic guys. I mean, that's a four, four linebacker. Yeah. Those are the type of dudes that you're going to have to get to be able to do what he's asking them to do. If you don't want to, if you don't want to put those, if you don't want to give the chance for the the linebacker, if you want to make them said, I I call it no man's land basically is where he has Mm -hmm. it. Cause he's not giving them like, normally you would bring them out a little bit farther. That way he can, uh, whatever he yeah. needs to do, if he wants to put time or, to train. Mm-hmm. That's a lot yeah, of post snap, man. <laughs> yeah, and our guys are already very hesitant to to um get to the ball already. So when you right. do that, um, and and it's not just the linebackers. He does it with um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can see one play. Right. There was Brenton Cox goes out and literally clocks John Minchie from the line. Yeah. So we had Brenton Cox about to. I don't know what he was about to do. Even. If if John Mitchie just runs straight, I'm guessing Brendan Cox was gonna be on John Mitchie. So I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, I have to watch it back. I mean, I think he was just playing a, a like a just a bump. like a five to ten yard hook or something, just something like across the middle. So I mean, I think it looked like he was trying to get back for trading right there. Yeah, <laughs> he just literally runs and knocks him out. <laughs> it probably was. But yeah, he puts a lot of pressure and the same thing with Amari Bernie. He you see him. It looks like every time he's around the ball, he's like to get to the dude. He's running like 15 yards to get to the yeah. guy, <laughs> and so I think that's and then that's a lot of the reason why they can't tackle is because of things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think you know it's not necessarily that the players can't tackle; they're coming you know downhill from you know seven, eight, nine yards away. You know, right? It's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah, we had a dude. I forget who it, it was. Either Trevez or Torrance, if I'm not, or it might might have been Bernie. Um, they're running back, catches the ball out of the backfield. Uh, Bryce Young throws it to him, and he literally like falls on the ground and still shakes our defender. I'm like, wait, yeah. I'm like, come on, man, you got to stop this. But yeah, tackling in that first quarter it was definitely a kryptonite to Florida. This game. Uh, it was hard to watch that first quarter. <laughs> um, and then, so Florida, <clears throat> the first touchdown came um, in the second quarter. Um, actually, <laughs> right before that touchdown, the crowd was booing. It was about 7, 15 yeah. left. Um, and then um, Florida gets into a fourth and six, and they're booing Emory Jones because Dan Mullen, literally, he calls a QB run on – third and six, I guess, or third and seven, whatever it was. Yeah. Cause a QB run, the crowd's booing. Um, and then Emory Jones, they go for it on fourth and six. He drops back and he throws to uh, Jacob Copeland. And Cope gets a, a passing interference call on Josh Job. Um, and then the very next play is the Malik Davis run uh, for the 26-yard touchdown. And the crowd goes crazy. Donovan, what was that like? Uh, that actually happened right in front of me. That was crazy. Cause he got he got tied or he got hit I should say he got hit at like the ten, and he, and he bounced off and then carried the other dude like three four yards to get in the end zone. So that was that was pretty. It got the crowd back into it for sure. Um, because I mean before that it was looking bleak. One to three, you're not moving the ball well. Your defense is getting shredded. So that's a, that was a big drive for UF. I think that you know that really got them back into it. Because to be honest, it was I mean it was it was bad. It was looking real bad. You know. <laughs> Real dark that first, you know, that first 17, 18 minutes. Um, but they shook back. Oh, yeah. 
21 to 3 would take any crowd out the game. In oh, football. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially against the world Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it just looks like, you know, very reminiscent of the SEC championship game. Remember that game? Mm-hmm. Florida comes out. They in Florida, man, this is one thing that I need Florida to do. And every for every game, and just like for this Tennessee preview, we're gonna do my one key uh thing that I want to see is an all-around game yep. from start yep. to finish. finish Florida, yep. nice. I, I when when's the last all-around game that y'all seen for Florida? They, can y'all can y'all remember one? The last all-around 2019, game. 2019, probably. And that was the what? I don't know. You're saying? Well, the I'm just thinking because you didn't have a okay, defense. Okay. You didn't have any defense last year. So no. I, I just completely <laughs> roll out 2020. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, game. gotcha. And even 2019, man, that was up and down because of it was Kyle Trask's first year to start, you know? So yeah. there was a lot of times. Remember, that was the year where he had, like, all those turnovers where he couldn't hold the ball. He was, like, yeah. dropping the ball, like, every other game. Yeah, we were looking cr- – yeah, I don't know, man. This has yeah, been a it, long time. It's hard for me to say, like, the very last game that we – oh, uh, actually, I'll take it back. I know that I actually went to the game. Is this game right here? The, yeah, um, the uh, Michigan game, Michigan Bowl game, the Peach Bowl. Uh, that actually was probably the last. Okay, oh, like, and even in that game, they did have a couple things that. But I'm saying, I think that game was like you saw what Florida. You you had off of that game, you were excited to see what Florida could be the next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe over think, in 2019, I think. Yeah, and for me, even FS, FSU that year was. Could have been way better. Yeah. I remember everyone. I mean, they won by like 20, 25 points. I mean, I don't know if they – I don't remember if they covered or not. FSU was really bad, but yeah. even then, you, you just felt like you could have put up like 60 points and you only put up like 41. Yeah, that was the game Emory came in. Um, yeah. That was – That's um, right. Yeah, yeah, that was – Emory came in. He threw a touchdown or something like that. Um. And the year before, too, was that 20 – you said 2019, 2018. Yeah. They also made Florida State look crazy. That was the year Van Jefferson yeah. uh, uh, literally yeah, right. juked the dude off, like, yeah. nowhere in the play uh, that mm-hmm. year. So, <laughs> but uh, all in all, my whole point to this is it's been a long time since we've seen Florida play a complete game. And when I say a complete game, I mean on offense and defense. Because even for me in that 2019 game against Auburn – that was about to make me pull my hair out because of how many, like, literally Kyle Trask was losing the ball and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Like, he he got – I think he got sacked twice and had two fumbles that uh, – one yeah. Derrick Brown I remember Derrick Brown, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he got shot. Yeah. <laughs> he got <laughs> shot. Like pounds running yeah. the ball. <laughs> I, was like, dude, I was like, dude, you literally – nobody touched you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when you're that when you're that massive of a human being, I mean, you know, for him to run that far, I was impressed. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then that touchdown, uh, that Malik Davis run. Oh man, Malik Davis was playing huge for Florida this year. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you feel about uh, Malik Davis this year, Juice? Oh, I mean, shoot, he looking back like he did his freshman year. Uh, that's just what he's looking like. He's oh, yeah, better, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the Malik yep. Davis that we know. Um mm-hmm. that we were expect we were all expecting last year. Yeah. Right. 
Mm-hmm. What we've been knowing he could do, we just waiting, wanting yeah. him to get healthy and see well, it. So it was the ACL, and then as soon as he got back from the ACL, he fumbled like three times. Times, yeah. And but he was already weird. showing the glimpse then, but it was just mm-hmm. dang, you fumble, and then it was like one on ball, kind of fumbled, yeah. So, but now it looked like he's just, like you said, I mean, he's better. He just, I honestly, he's just, I think he's going to get better with as the year progresses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he might sneak into the last, the last day of the draft. That's yeah. what, uh, uh, and that, that's how I feel about Pierce, man. Pierce, man, he's a hard runner. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to get picked up somewhere. Yeah, I think so too. It's I mean, my whole thing with Pierce is, I mean, the whole running back by committee isn't Pierce's thing. Pierce is a guy you want to hand the ball off to 20 times a game and let him just work. Yeah. And that's what I was about to say. Even uh, I'll transition a, a little something that uh, I just wanted to talk about as well. is uh, For me, there was two guys who, when you look at their stats, but if you watch the game, you're like, wait, what? Like, So one is obviously Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce only had seven carries for 24 yards. He did have two touchdowns. But mm-hmm. if you go back and watch that game, I don't know why. It feel like Damian Pierce was running all over Alabama. <laughs> um, and I know he did have that one where he bounced it to the outside. And even that play, I mean, for him to, like, get to the outside on that, um, he obviously lost yards on that. But, I mean, normally you would just, you know, get hit right there. But I feel like Damian Pierce, his stats don't always – say what he how hard he runs mm. um so yeah i definitely would love to see more damian pierce um more than seven carries but when you also have a quarterback that takes the ball more times than just about everybody yeah. on the team um you know that's going to eat into the carries um and then also jacob copeland as well um he only had one reception for 10 yards Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he played a very important role yeah. um, in getting a lot of those uh, passing interference calls. So he had, I think he had two <clears throat> pass interference calls. So that's, I mean, that's thirty yards on top of whatever reception. I think his reception was pretty, pretty decent too. It's like 10, exactly. 15 yards. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and you could see um, that he he was definitely a problem. Uh, Josh Job was hanging yeah, on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely want to see more down the field. I know sometimes these teams, they like to bracket uh, Jacob Copeland and uh, have a safety over the top. So, I mean, I, I feel like um, he's doing what he needs to do because when the ball is thrown to him, and this isn't the first time that he's got that pass and interference call. Didn't he have a couple in the last few games? If I'm not I'm mistaken. pretty sure he had at least one or yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. yeah so he's definitely. Uh, Definitely looking good out there. Like I said, I, I would love to see him have more catches and yards and touchdowns, but I think that'll come as well. So, yeah, uh, I mean, the you, passing game's not there yet. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's a work in progress. Um, <laughs> the passing game. Did you guys have any any guys that you want to shout out or that you felt oh, like shit. played pretty hard? Man, I'm gonna, hey, if I talk bad about. Gene DeLance all the time. I'm a, I gotta give him props, man. Don't give it. Don't get it twisted. He still has some Gene DeLance moments, but to play this game, though, he really played a good game. Mm-hmm. So I have to actually give it to him. And then, um, actually, Michael uh, Tarkin, when he came in for DeLance, when uh, DeLance got injured, he played. He actually played uh, decent. So yeah. 
I would definitely give uh like to give a big shout out to the O line. I mean, come on, you know, O line. I mean, they really ran for UF ran for two fifty one. I think it was right. Come on, ain't nobody. Yo, big big shout I think out that to was the, the whole third line. third time it happened in like Since seven years, ten years, I think. Yeah. So. Crazy. <clears throat> It's crazy yeah, to lose a game like that just because you lost. I mean, you went down 18. Yeah, if yeah. it wasn't for that first quarter, you just already yeah. know. So it's like you know you could have won that game or you yeah, should Florida have won I mean, that Florida game. control the last three quarters. Oh, yeah. And that, honestly, and that, and now they got everybody else thinking like, I mean, they can't – they're not us, but they feel like, oh, now they like, oh, Alabama ain't all that scary yeah. now. You know, I don't think anyone so, is this year, honestly. It really is. It feels like a different year. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's well, I think it's I think, weird. Well, I think too that, um, the, the thing, the thing, I don't know, like, I feel like it's too early to say who's who, yeah, because to yeah. what people got to remember is Florida playing like, and that, that narrative of oh, Alabama is not who we think they were. I think you're not. Taken into context of what Sweet Alabama dreams. just yes yeah. and what and they, and what they just came what they just came right. to accomplish like Donovan mm-hmm. that crowd there I mean I saw some Alabama players tweet talking about it. that's the last that place I've ever yeah, been a lot of city. <laughs> so I don't think people understand like yeah you Florida was a what fifteen point underdog that game yeah right? so around, but... um I to me personally I thought that was crazy just because of where the where the game was played, what mm-hmm. Alabama had brought back, and all that other stuff. I mean, the crowd got – the crowd probably took eight eight points, maybe more. Wow. Yeah. Because, I mean, you had at least six and – or, yeah. I mean, there was, there was at least two times where they should have scored and they took three instead. Yeah. I can think of two separate times off occasion. First drive for Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then that the drop in the end zone. If you want to count that, I mean, they still scored on that drive, but yeah. To um, what's his name? Um, eighteen, uh, I think it was. Uh, Slayton or Bl- what's his name? Uh, uh, Bolden, Slayton. Yeah, Bolden. Bolden. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that would that was crazy because that would have that would have been the nail. Oh the man, man, that yeah, would have been... even just that drop. I mean, they still scored on that possession, but exactly. uh, that kind of gave them a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we might have some. We might have a little bit of luck here, right? Because yeah. I uh, everything was going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were just like you already knew right then. If that if he would have caught it, it was like mm-hmm. yeah. that's just one of those that sucks the life out of the stadium. <laughs> right, right. How did it? Uh, how did it play out? With uh, we all saw a few of those flags that went mm. Alabama's way, uh, mm-hmm. Donovan. How do you think did that have any effect on uh, um, the players or? Did you see any coaches like? Uh, I know Mullen was mad on multiple times, uh, multiple occasions. But I mean, the so I was sitting next to a photographer, and he was actually taking pictures of the first Elam PI, mm-hmm. and he literally didn't. You didn't have a hand on him, like literally it was no contact. So that was that was probably the worst one. But I think the one with Avery Helm in the fourth quarter was worse. I think I mean, he that's played perfect coverage, and he had his hand on his back hip, which is fine. You know what I mean? He wasn't doing anything to affect the play, but 
it's just, it's one of those like it's one of those calls. It's like, are you serious? Like, we finally you finally get a third down stop, and then it comes back for a, a bad call. I mean, it was three or four times they got bailed out with penalties. Uh-huh. So it's, it's just tough. Yeah, and then also one thing. I mean, and look, Florida, Florida lost the game. We we <laughs> we're not making mm-hmm. excuses. We're not saying anything like these plays. They didn't. It don't matter. They didn't get called. It don't matter. The game right. over. I'm just we're just going back and saw, talking about what we saw and just kind of things that and you I'm pretty sure if Alabama fans go back and watch their side of the ball, you'll yeah. see there's times that Florida's holding the Alabama players, right? Yeah. I that saw a few times quite a bit too. <laughs> and that's what I was about to I, that was my next thing going into is Zachary Carter, man. Jesus. I mean, are they gonna let are they gonna do this all year and let them just yeah, hold this well, man like they're gonna have to, man. Because <laughs> they they're gonna unleash they afraid to unleash the beast. I've been trying to tell you I, ever since it was late, I think late twenty nineteen. Obviously he's a temp kid, so I knew about him, but yeah, uh, I mean ever since late twenty nineteen, I think it was like the South Carolina game and uh Vandy, I think he won player of the week or something. Yeah, he really showed that he can just play the position really well. And I mean, he, yeah. he moves all around too. They put him, you know, from not not so much this year. I think they kind of let him let him play strong side most most of the time. But I mean, he was moving all from three to five to seven. I mean, he was moving all over the place. See, he kind of remind me of like that Jonathan Bullard. AB um, says, "What's up, everybody? There. What's good, AB? What's good? <laughs> what's good with you? Yeah." Um, well, let's go to the chat here real quick. My bad, Juice. Uh, you can keep talking while I'm doing this. No, no, I would just want to give um, a shout out because man, Gervon Dexter, man, he was giving them dudes fit out there. Yo. <laughs> he was giving them guys fits out there. There was. He, I was just looking at it, man. And Alabama, I told you, Alabama right side of that offensive line is the problem, and. They they did it. Uh, so big shout out. Uh, and up tempo just seen um, what I seen. What we're gonna have to do too. We're gonna probably have to do have to run that more up tempo crap. Yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah, we need to. Speed option is gonna mm-hmm. be one of our best friends. What I mm-hmm. we actually gonna have to use that. That's gonna keep teams off um, off yeah. balance. Um, I cannot. I cannot believe that call. I have the game on in the background, and this Avery Helm PI just showed up again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. I'm watching it again. I saw it in person, but just seeing it again in per, like on film, it is absolutely ridiculous how this guy yeah. in the fourth quarter of an SEC football game. It, and then that horse collar. Uh, honestly, that should have been a horse collar that they uh, missed on Alabama player that mm-hmm. pulled Pierce down. I think that was a horse collar, man. But you know, they, yeah, they. Was, oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Menchie Menchie pushed off off the break, which is like, so I mean, he had the back hit for sure. But I I I don't know how you call that in the fourth quarter, man. Right, right, and then it wasn't that was something like, and that's a that's a third it, down stop. I right, mean, he let go at the perfect time, so right. he had it that off, was on off the jersey yeah. when the ball was coming. Uh, that's that's I just I can't believe that man. That's man, a really how, bad call. Speaking of third down, man, that was that was killing me, dude. That was absolutely just oh man, I couldn't take it anymore. I literally was calling it like I had a um one of my friends over and uh he's actually an Alabama fan 
and I literally could turn away from the TV and I was like, what down was it? What down is it? He's like, oh, it's 37. I said, y'all get a first down. <laughs> Guess what? Every time it happens. Yeah, <laughs> Every saw, time. I think I saw some of the stat through three games. Oh, let me find it real quick. Dude, and every single time that we did play good D, they were calling uh, passing yeah, interference. Passing interference, yeah, yeah. It was always something <laughs> like that was third and 12, third and 15. All right, like... so third down defense is through the week three. Florida's 12. 40% conversion. In the SEC? In the SEC, yeah. Jesus, um, man. So you can just imagine what that is nationally. Only Kentucky and Missouri <laughs> are worse. Kentucky and Missouri? Kentucky and Missouri are worse. And think about who UF played. I mean, they played FAU, USF, and Alabama. Right. Under 12. That's yeah. awful. Luckily, I think we run through them. But, but we see – But oh. see, my, my thing – Man, my thing is, is, dude, look, I saw the fix. I saw the – like, I – anybody with glasses and no glasses – we saw what happened in the in when Todd Grantham actually decided to play press coverage and aggressive. Yeah, what we've been wanting to do. Yeah, what we've been it looked like to play. Th- th- those guys who we thought they don't look like athletes. They look like look, athletes. They actually <laughs> like these. Like all of them actually look like what we actually recruited them and thought that they were supposed to be. Because it's like they started tackling. They started being in their position. They were playing. I was like, shoot. And Trave, uh, uh, oh, Torrance, Torrance was looking real good out there. I was like, hey man, I, the defense was looking so much better. It was like, so why couldn't we do that that first quarter? So if we like, all we just got to do now, again, play like this in the in the Tennessee game. Start off mm-hmm. that way. Let's start off that way. I I don't mind if we pull up off of it after we are up. That's fine, but before let's let's start off yeah. like you said. Let's set the tone. Let's set the tone and hit them in the mouth. Yeah, and I mean just just the mentality of everything going on. I feel like the players at least they're kind of starting to develop to see, that yeah. mindset of hey, we're even closer than we were last year. So mm-hmm. like let's just let's make like let's run the table type deal. Right. Because even and, Dan, I mean, even Dan, I don't remember the exact quote, but even you just could tell by what Dan was saying that it was like that. Because think about it, it was – Dan been doing this ever since – what maybe the last time he played at Mississippi State. His number's been going down with Alabama. Have you noticed that? I mm-hmm. think it's seven, <laughs> six, and two, right? The last three games. So what What you think is next? I'm, I'm taking either we tied and we know that ain't happening. So I'm going with the win. So the next time I see Alabama in SEC championship, yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot different. It's a win. It's you're, I mean, a you're win. taking you're taking your main advantage, which was the crowd, out of it. Yes. So I mean, you're already taking that eight points, like we said. Yeah, that's tough. And I mean, Bama's going to be night and day. You're not. You're going to look at Bama and. Three months, and you're gonna be like, exactly. this, isn't, this isn't the same team. That exactly. They played, we talked about that. They played but, in week three. But that's why I try to say, tell people you have to put this into context when they're talking yeah, about, oh, right. Alabama doesn't look okay, bro. Stop it. I definitely, <laughs> and I, stop I, it. I, I will take that in context. But again, if I was talking to anybody else, it's a damn moment. And then that was without AR. So now with another wrinkle into the into the fire. Yeah. 
is that's well, I'm what gonna have I to think I, about all the other stuff that might happen, whether it be you know other injuries or injuries. Like that. True. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't. I'm gonna tell you this right now. You cannot go play Alabama if your past game is like how it was Saturday. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. And I mean, now. if you if, if you play AR, I mean, I, I will, it'll be interesting to see. Because I think, you know, if you do have AR, the, pass, the passing is completely different. I mean, pass protection will be the same, but yeah, but it'll it's... be a lot different. Because, I mean, he can he can get out, you know, like he was throwing 60-yard bombs at people in his face. So, <laughs> right, it's a completely different aspect. Yeah, that's definitely – Alabama has a wrinkle as we think they're probably going to be better. And Florida has a wrinkle in – uh, I think that two quarterback system, like I said, when you watch, when you go back and watch the mm-hmm. USF game, when you saw those guys, both those guys score five straight touchdowns, that's what the game can look like when Florida's clicking on all cylinders, right? Cylinders. Yeah. Um, if you have AR and Emory both clicking, I mean, I think the the sky is the limit, and um, it will be interesting to see how Emory Jones. What did you guys think of his performance in this game? How I think he, grows he managed the game. game well. I don't, you know, I don't think he went. I don't think he played absolutely insane, but I think he did his job. I mean, the one interception that was that was pretty tough, but yeah, I mean that was in the first quarter, and you kind of didn't see it for the rest of the game. And again, once he gets settled down, once mm-hmm. he gets into a groove, and he's, he's very down, he's a very emotional player. I mean, you even saw it in USF. You let him just. Get into a rhythm. Let him just settle down. That's when Emory Jones, you start to see what he can be. But what we got to still fix, though, is the decision making. That's the that's gonna be uh, that's That's the hardest uh, part. Yep. It's decision. You can't. can't, It's not. It's not a. You can only do so much outside of the film room because. Seeing it on film and seeing it in person is two completely different things. So that's one of those things. I mean, you've been working with them for four years, you know. Right, right. Some people just don't ever get that. And it's not, you know, it's not a, a shot against them or anything. It's just like they just can't, you know, they don't they think fast enough or you can't process information to the point where it's like, hey, you know. And it's, it's, not, it's not easy, especially when you're dealing with all these athletes in the SEC and it's, you know. You you made this throw in high school or whatever it may be. You could fit this window, you know, in practice, but game time is completely different. Here's what I see from Emory because I see that you know he can make these. Throws. I think I don't. To me, I just feel like I don't know if he just doesn't trust his. Yeah, I think I think that is part receiver. of it. He, he holds back. Yes, because yeah. you could tell it's because the interceptions has not been. Bad interceptions. When I say this, mm-hmm. is because they've been the right play. If, if he just would have been, been right faster with it, three seconds late, yeah. right? So my thing is like, trust your receiver. Like if you know he's supposed to break, let that thing go. That was like with Kyle Trask, and that's the difference. Mm-hmm. If you, I know he's supposed to break, but he has that with Rick Wells. Yeah, he I mean, Trask just Trask literally. I mean, think about the playmakers he had. Right. I mean, and throwing a Kyle Pitts is a cheat code. You just have to put it in his vicinity <laughs> and he'll catch the ball. Like, right. I think, right. but I think almost he got he got to the point where he over relied on them. I that mean, is that true. was all of the third down conversions last year was Kyle Pitts or Kadarius Stone on a zit like a, on a on a made up route. Like that was it. You know, you'd be hard pressed to find ball at them. 
You'd be hard pressed to find a third dog. <clears throat> and yeah, I think Donovan's frozen. But Uh-oh. and I think that um, like <laughs> yeah, one of the things for me, if you go back and watch Emory Jones, um, his tape last year or when I say last year, sorry, uh, the last three years when he comes in and out of the game. Yeah, yeah. The one thing, the one thing that you see that is different from now that he's the starter is for me. I think it's just all nerves because um, you see this little thing that he does is when you go back and watch his like for for me and uh, <laughs> I'm just saying what I see is when you see him now, um, he does this little like pat thing with the ball where he's double clutching. Um, oh, that double clutch! Yeah, that did yeah. mess him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, did and I think, that. I think to me that just like, and but that's if you go back and watch him last year and all the times when he came when they call him into the game, you don't see that because yeah. it's more like um, there's no like now. I think there's he's just trying to make sure that he's getting everybody in the right place. He's trying to make sure that he's making the right yeah, read. He, he don't want to. He I mean, really I don't want to make the mistake. Exactly, exactly. And I say he's making the right read, but I think he's getting the read from the, the uh, coaches. But I'm saying I think, like like you said, he's just making sure that he just don't want to mess up because that's that's something that I've never seen from him. The three uh-huh. years that he's been there is when he's that um, double clutching. And it always seems like when he's double clutched, that, that tells me that he's late with the ball. Um, he, he knew he should have had already through mm-hmm, it, through it mm-hmm. the first time, yeah. Yeah, go back and anybody if you if you like to watch film, go back and watch his film before he was a starter. I really did not see that um, from all of him that I have watched. Um, there's Donovan; he's back. Yeah, I'm back. No. <laughs> You're crashed. Oh, there big, we go. What were you saying? <laughs> you big sauce. Yeah, big sauce. <laughs> we're talking about uh, Emory, um, and and I was saying that. Uh, from all the film that I watched from him from the past three years he's been at Florida, I've never seen the little double clutch thing that he's doing now. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think all it is for me is he's just nervous. And yeah, I just don't I just I from like I said, when you go back and watch him when he's coming in and out of the game when Kyle Trask was the starter, you mm-hmm. didn't I can't remember a time because I watched a lot of Emory film. Like <laughs> yeah, it's lot. almost like it's pressure. Like I mean, you have nothing to lose as a back quarterback. You can just exactly. let, you can let it go. Yeah. There you go. Uh huh. And I think yeah. a lot of it is, hey, you got. I mean, you got a future Heisman candidate sitting behind you. So he know he got. It's it's a lot of pressure. He know if I mess mm-hmm. up. But I think he has a long leash. I mean, I don't. Mullen's not gonna. Mullen's not gonna. You know, do some crazy stuff with him. Well, well I, mean, I think he. I think he knows that. But the fans. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Don't know that. So you know. So I think he's. He know how this whole society is, man. It's well, the fans gonna call you out, you know. So he doesn't even yeah. want that. And like, a, that as well. fans so. are only fans can only say so much. I mean, you could. I think they've been proven wrong so many times. Obviously, Sturgis fans are just talking, you know, they're just talking real, shit, right? <laughs> I mean, everyone hated on Delance, rightfully so. I mean, he was one of the worst pass blockers in existence. Yes, last year, mm-hmm. completely, completely valid. Right. right now, now this year, I mean, he's probably the best offensive lineman out there. Right. At least from block. So, I mean, there's a reason he does these things. And I feel like that that's a lot of it. You know, that's just one example. I mean, obviously, 
a lot. Some people were calling for Emory last year. That was that was minority, but you know. Well, and bottom too, I line think... is that he knows better, and the people in the building know better than the fans. So I think you know what I mean because Dan knows what he has, and they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, every and it's no secret now because of what he's doing when he when he gets the time. But yeah, 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 yeah. Dan Mullen, he might be stubborn, but he's not stupid. <laughs> That's why <laughs> you I know, think. right? So. Um, there's, but I mean, at the there, same time, is he's loyal, and you know, and we've seen that with the coaches he keeps. We've seen that with his players. He's gonna, he's gonna ride with you, and help, just hope you figure it out. I mean, you yeah. saw it with the Lance. You saw it. You're gonna see it with Emory. You're gonna see it with a lot of these people because exactly. he wants to develop you and he wants to, you know, make you better. Right, right. He, want, he wants to all... reward you for staying in the system, playing, mm-hmm. and yeah, and exactly. Staying. And you sat, you sat on the bench, and you sat in the program for four years. Like, four well, I'm, years, not, right. I'm not going to give up on you after two bad games. Right, you know what right. I mean? Let's go to the chat here. Caverly, Gators need to focus on the balls in every game each week from here on out. Agree. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're definitely yeah. we're going to get to uh, the Tennessee balls here in a minute. Yeah. And uh, well, a- one last thing too, real quick, just real quick with uh, Emory. And I think, too, the one thing con- in put it in the context that I think people don't understand, too, is different people take things differently from, mm-hmm. like, let's say, for example, when Kyle Trask would be come out of the game and they would put Emory into the game, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to take it differently than what, um, how Emory is going to take it. Emory, yeah. might, that's something that he's going to have to get used to. With, I mean, yeah. People get criticized and people get people all react to criticism different ways. Differently, uh-huh. that's exactly what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, and just just uh, uh, different situations. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle Trask is going to handle being pulled out of the game, and even him when he came back in the game, you saw it looked like he was cold sometimes. Mm-hmm. When they would bring Emory, like Kyle Trask would be three for three or throw a touchdown. They bring Emory in, you bring Kyle Trask back in. Kyle Trask go throw an interception. Or throw an yeah. incompletion. And you're like, what? Like, why? So that's why I say I think um, Dan Mullen is also learning how Emory is taking that and how he deals with that. Because sometimes he, sometimes certain kids aren't gonna be work well with that. It's, it's mm-hmm. nothing against Emory. I'm just saying it's it, it just something psychological. He might, that not, he might not. Yeah, yeah. He can't. I, think, some, I mean, I think I think both of them have handled it as best he can. And they're both supporting each other, you know what I mean? When when mm-hmm. AR does throw a touchdown, who's the first one out there? It's Emory, and it's mm-hmm. vice versa. So I think, you know, I think that, that speaks to a lot of the culture in the program is just, you know, that you can see two guys that are competing for a spot, not necessarily competing for a spot, but competing, you know, playing the same position, and then, you know, both seeing – because it was the same way with Trask and Emory last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I just and think I- that speaks to the culture and what he's kind of doing with his guys. And I think they honestly, I think it will, as the season goes on, I think it will end up getting better. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it's first how he probably thought that was probably going to happen is that Emory would already kind of be in a groove. So I think now he sees that, OK, maybe I got to let Emory get more into a groove. I'm still going to sprinkle AR in it, but it might be mm-hmm. a little less than what I wanted to, you know, but. Trust me, in certain games, he's gonna have to use AR Georgia. Oh yeah, they're gonna, I mean, you're gonna pull out stops. You know what I'm saying? That'll probably be it. LSU, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it just depends with the LSU. I doubt it just depends on how they, how they yeah. go. But 
you know it's going to be certain games, but really he's going to try to make Emory Jones feel as comfortable as yeah. possible. Because you'll need every both. game. Yep, exactly. So that's that's going to be the good thing. And what I will, like say, I'm going to lead this uh, alone for the Florida and uh, Alabama game, but i like to give up a big props up to Emory, though. Uh, Kyle Trask was doing at least 9.3 um, yards per play. Um, I give Emory Jones 6.3 yards per throw and five yards per carry. So, hey, it may, maybe his completion percentage ain't all that high as Kyle Trask, but look at what he's doing. He's making it up with his legs. So, big ups to Emory Jones. Like I said, let him get comfortable. Bigger things can happen, yeah. so I think that six six point three can go up yeah. if he, the more he gets comfortable. And he's only started three games. And right. I mean, in the, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, he isn't that experienced. I mean, he played a lot in garbage time, but just in terms of controlling the game, right? Doing man. all the things a quarterback does, he didn't get experience doing. They didn't get experience leading a team because it was trash team. He didn't get all that experience. You know what I mean? So it's a lot, a lot more than just oh yeah, you played a few plays. And we'll Kyle Trask had the benefit, although it being Philippe, he he technically probably should have been the starter. Dan Mullen tried to make him the starter during that Missouri but game, yeah, and then he got hurt. But yeah. my whole point to this is Kyle Trask had uh, the ability when Felipe got hurt in the Kentucky game to take over the team during in the mid of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got his start in the middle of the season and got those kinks out that that previous Just year. Just go right? for it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Now, imagine if Felipe Franks, let's just say somehow magically he finishes the season and then Kyle Trask starts in 2020. Do you think he has the same success as he had? I don't personally. No. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he's got, he got he, he would have fire, did. but I mean, the game plan against Kentucky when he got injured was the most basic thing ever. Yes, sir. I mean, it was it was the most. Vanilla, like nickel and dime ball down. The, it worked, right? Just right. Throw the ball. What was this? But, it wasn't his first touchdown that game. That option was uh, that his first touchdown in that Kentucky game where he, or maybe, no, maybe I'm not I remember he run. Remember he ran a touchdown in that game. Yeah, I did. yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was like, doing oh, everything yeah. to win, man. So <laughs> yeah, but that's when he we knew, like, oh yeah, we got this might yeah. be this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, yeah, I mean the good thing though, um, AR is we'll, we'll be all right. Uh, let like I said, just let Emory get into his groove. And to Donovan point, he only started three games, and then you saw how well he it, better he got in the Alabama game. So mm-hmm. if he could just continue to build off that going into each game. Just minimize the mistakes. There you go. I mean, you're going to have, like, look at Macarell, the best quarterback this year. Oh, he'll he'll give it to you now. He had games. (laughs) Well, he had, like, games with five and six interceptions last year. Yeah, the last two games or not. No, or he had at least two games, yeah, with five. Yeah, I mean, he had, like, I mean, (laughs) and that's that's Lane just saying, hey, go sling it, you know. Yep. And also, learn from the mistakes. Look at Joe Burrow in 2018. There's no, I don't care. Oh, yeah, who Burrow you are. didn't have a touchdown in October. Dude, 
<laughs> the year before when the husband. Dude, uh, there's yeah, nobody right. can tell me that Joe Burrow is going to play like that in 2019. Nobody. No. Nobody. No one saw that coming. That's what that's what college football is. That's why it's so great. Yeah. That kid was awful. He was really, awful. Yeah, you didn't expect that. You was like. Right. LSU, and then he threw for 60 the next year. And guys can get better. That's the thing. I ain't going to lie. That like, LSU game, I'm sorry. That LSU game, I thought the next year, I was like. We playing Joe. I know he might get a little bit better. But come on, yo. We ain't well, they, they didn't. They didn't play anyone before UF. I mean, I think they played like A and M or something early in the season and won. But, well, yeah, we yeah, that's right. But we will get. They played, them they hell, played but, Texas, and I think they played one SEC team before UF. That was worth anything. Yeah, but so, you could tell even when they didn't play those. Like I was looking at their team, and even when they didn't play anybody, like you said, they didn't play anybody up until really that point. But mm-hmm. it, that shit looked different, man. <laughs> it just yeah. did. It yeah. just, and even people was like talking about the defense, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, I don't care none about. Did y'all see the way that offense was moving, dude? It yeah. it just looked different. And that was like, all. That was all Joe Brady. Well, Joe Brady and and also, dude, they Thank had you. the perfect storm. They had Clyde Edward Elair. They mm-hmm. had um, uh, Justin Jefferson, and they had um, Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, like, yeah, you had. It was literally the right. perfect storm. storm yeah. With, with, and then you add in Joe Brady and Joe Burrow. Like, dude. And Dave just... Arant, was it Dave Aranda? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah Aranda is DC. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, they – it was it was built to be a championship. Like you said, they yeah. had every freaking piece. And yeah. like you said, it came out of nowhere. You was like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's LSU, so it's not like they came out of nowhere. Yeah. But it I mean, was they're like, always good, but they're they're always nine and three, ten two. Right, they're never right, that right. that fifteen and zero team. Yeah, you was like, what? And Bro. after they did what they did to us, we was like, yeah, these dudes are something Bro. serious. They, and they no, gave it to nobody Alabama. Was, we was like, nobody oh, was touching it's them. Over. Yeah, nobody, yeah, was, nobody was touching them that year. That and was exactly the same way with Bama last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I mean, dude. Oof. Yeah, that was nasty last year. I mean, Bama, that was probably I will have to say, like for real, it that could have been their probably most their best complete team. If yeah. they wouldn't have had the injury to was it Waddle that was no 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 um no yeah, Waddle was injured. no no Waddle mm-hmm. was out so just imagine if he would have been there injured free the whole season they could have been yeah. oh I would have loved I, to see the LSU team versus them that would have been awesome now that <laughs> would have been a good matchup that would have yep. been awesome I still give the slight edge to LSU just because how they was clicking dude. LSU was just, dude, oh, yeah. my God. You know what? <laughs> like, just Jamar, because of Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, I, Jamar Chase and uh, Justin Jefferson, dude, they literally had, like, their yards per catch was off the charts. Yeah. Like, it was insane, man. I think it was, like, 20 and, like, I don't know, 20 and 15 around there or something like that. Maybe maybe more than that. So, but, uh, yeah. So, but you, our whole point to this is you see how guys can progress from one year to another. We're talking about Kyle Trask from 2018 – or, sorry, 2019 to 2020. And then you're talking about Joe Burrow. And then even Mac Jones. Um, You can see guys, they get better. And that's the thing about college football is you never know who's going to hit and who isn't. Because there's we see guys Mm -hmm. who are anointed the chosen ones, right? Tate Martell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I I never understood. 
I mean, that dude. Yeah, he's. I mean, he would be. He would be. Um, he'd be one of one if he was that guy because of how his size. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean it just is like, what it is. I'm. What you was know, he like five ten? Yeah. He was. It, he was you just so don't small. see too many guys. What is it? Doug Flutie, maybe. Um, Kyler who, Murray's like five ten. Five, five yeah. Midget, just throwing yeah. the ball seventy yeah. yards in the air. Yep. Hey. Can't see over his offensive line. Excuse me, but pardon me. <laughs> I said run out, of, run out of the pocket just to throw the ball. <laughs> that's, that's what they do, and that but that help extend plays. So right. use it to advantage. <laughs> Got to yeah. use it. Yeah. Uh, and then last thing in the Alabama game, we're an hour in. I told you this is a whole show <laughs> by itself. <laughs> uh, but last thing on the Alabama game, then we'll we'll try to get this thing flowing. Uh, so Dan Mullen is now what I think it's zero for eleven against Nick Saban. <laughs> I guarantee um, you win the next game. He played. And um <laughs> and do you think um how does that Donovan does that make you feel any type of way or is it just is what it is? I know I there's a lot so, of man. a lot of That's guys who Yeah, yeah. And like like you said earlier, context. Whatever. I mean he played it he, he coached Mississippi State for nine of those years. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah, and, that's, and I, that's, I yeah maybe you can get one. I mean, even his best team. I mean, you're at state, so it's just like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, even your best teams aren't, you know. I'm a sad. And he didn't history. cheat. And he didn't cheat either, as well. Oh, he was um, cheating. He was cheating. Um, Ole Miss. Well, <laughs> Ole, I was say he, he was cheating. He was cheating, but he didn't get caught for cheating. Oh, <laughs> he just snitched on a, or, uh, Ole Miss for cheating. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ole Miss. Before he got that, caught. That's one, there was a, uh, it's a YouTube documentary. I think Banner Society or someone did it on the whole thing. It's it's hilarious, man. It, it's I've watched that stuff like three times. I rewatched it. It is the funniest thing. It's just it's the epitome of college football in the South. It's just like you're trying to pay this guy. It's all about bagman. It's it's hilarious. It is one of the <laughs> it is one of the like most well put together things. If I, if I find the link, I'll send it to you guys. It is oh, it is please, so dude, funny. <laughs> oh, awesome. I, I have to give it up to Dan. I I, I honestly believe history. Um, I love don't history, talk about though. history with Nick Saban because this mean gonna be another hey, loss. <laughs> no, because here's where the history because it, it has to break. I mean, he's like what? He's he's never lost to a, a former assistant. Yeah, never. But or, did, no, wait. Did Kirby no, beat no. him? No, Kirby no, him? nobody, nobody. No. But hold on, his Kirby's thing. Never, Mullen Kirby's never is beat him. Kirby no, should. No. Wait, Kirby so should. Who, Kirby should have beat him, but we all know how that ended. <laughs> no, because yeah. then maybe I'm just misremembering. Didn't Kirby beat them in the SEC championship the year they played? No, that was all. No, that was all. No, that was all. Oh, yeah. No, no, Remember no. they got lucky. They got lucky and they had to play. Um, Nick Marshall. Uh, what? No, 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 no. That was too. Far it was. Um, gosh. Uh, he came from. He transferred from uh, Stidham. Yeah, Jason. Jason Stidham. Jared. 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 Jared Stidham. Stidham. Sorry. Yeah, Jared Stidham. And uh, that was the year. And also remember, um, um, their running back Georgia's. Oh, they had the back. two running. They had they had two running backs hurt. No, 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 not Georgia. Sorry, Auburn's running. Backs. Auburn. Yeah. Yep, uh, yep. Both their running backs got hurt as well. And basically, the whole game plan was try to make Jared Stidham. Uh, he had to go out there and try to throw against Georgia that year and their defense was stout. Yeah. Um and so yeah, no, they did not beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. Uh, Alabama didn't make it that year because uh Auburn was really good that year and then they're both their running backs got hurt. And so uh, it kind of 
through a hole in their plan. But yeah, then they go on to play Alabama. Alabama doesn't play in the SEC championship game, somehow still makes it mm. to the national championship game. Hey, and, they won it. <laughs> and then win it. Uh kind of like a, a what do you call that wild card for the NFL? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're still um, even like looking ahead, you might get three SEC teams in this year. I could I mean the There's way that it's going, I I I wouldn't I mean the I way I see it. it the way I see it, Oklahoma won't will last the season. They'll they'll drop at least two. They're not a very good team. I, I feel I feel that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so them, I think Oregon. There's a possibility they don't make it. So I they'll think if, if those two, right? I think they'll lose at least one, and then I mean it's up to it's up to the committee at that point. But we'll see. I think yeah. they end up losing to UCLA in the championship. Yeah, but UCLA, UCLA has already lost too. two games. Oh, huh? Uh, oh, they play UCLA in the regular season. I think it's either oh, the next week or the week after that. That's going to be a game, and that's – okay. But, I mean, um, yeah, the Pac-12 is down. I mean, the Big the Big 12 isn't anything because Oklahoma And uh, Ohio State has already lost. Their Michigan. defense isn't good enough to get them there, in my no. opinion. Their defense. I mean, that was they were bad last year on defense, and they look really bad on defense this year. Um, imagine like a scenario. Imagine the scenario, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but just imagine the scenario. Flor- Georgia goes undefeated until they play Florida. Florida beats Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously. If that happens and Florida doesn't lose any other games, then they would go to the SEC championship. But Georgia would have one loss, right? Yeah. And not playing the SEC game, championship game. And then the other scenario is imagine if Ole Miss loses to Alabama, but that's their only loss. And they went out. And then they went out. And then so and then imagine if Florida, Florida beats Alabama in the SEC championship game. <laughs> they literally have four SEC teams. Uh, Which honestly, I, I would love to see that. That won't ever. They will, the committee will never let that happen. They won't. No. They'll do max three, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, "Well, there's there's a one loss team no here, way. a one loss team here. We're right. taking the non SEC team that lost." Yeah. yeah, they're they're they, you know, this committee they love. But that's crazy fight. though. But what about if? Though every team loses to that's like out, you know, outside the SEC. Because mm-hmm. I, I be Clemson. I mean, there's no way. There's no. There's I don't no, think Clemson. There's no way. Sorry, just real quick. There's no way you go look at some of these team schedules. There's no way that these teams, if they lose like another Clemson. game, dude. If they lose another game, this is this is ridiculous, dude. I, I, honestly, <laughs> I, I'm so serious. I, I feel like it's something crazy. Gonna happen in these other leagues, yo. Yeah, I feel like I'm it's, serious. It's so, I'm, like, the, I feel like this is the most competitive year, yeah, since like 2007. Because, I mean, you have so many people, like, 2007 was wild. Like, you had how many teams at number two and number one? Was that it the was year literally Texas, not Texas, USF was number two for a minute, <laughs> yeah. and then literally it was like if you were number two, you lost the game. It was like eight or seven or eight straight weeks. If you were number two, you lost. Yeah, it was just wild, but yeah, I mean, there's so many, and then I, I think like... too that these teams with all this, a lot of teams for some reason last year was a lot of turnover for everybody, mm-hmm. 
And, and so then the COVID, I mean, with COVID, you didn't COVID. have and then you, you also didn't have spring you... ball. So, I mean, all these younger guys that are playing right now didn't get practice. Right, and right. You have right. a lot of new coaches as well. Yeah. A lot of guys and got always fired. Turn <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, yeah, kind of interesting to see. Um, I have to say, therefore, this is, this is college football as great as it is. But when you add, and I feel like it's just going to get better with the out of conference play. It's oh, gonna yeah. get more competitive because you have to you have to be on your top like you have to be on your stuff every game. Like if you yep, if you drop right. a game, now if they extend the playoffs a little bit different, but yeah. And with this well, realignment and stuff with this realignment coming, I mean you definitely in the SEC, you already, you know, like you said, on your game right now, but dude, you had Texas is, and Oklahoma to the mix. But this Sheesh. is making it so sad though. This is making like wow, we taking Oklahoma and Texas. No, that's a I good mean, thing, bro. I mean, I know it's a good thing, but I know it yeah. is. But you look at it, how they're playing. You're like, why? You know, but I already know it's a good thing because I know why. Mm-hmm. The, the money in the market. So, oh, you're, I mean, you're. this is the beginning of super conferences. Right. Which, I mean, you know, it's great. I'm here for it. I mean, especially if they do the pod thing. I love the pod idea. I mean, oh man, that's dope, that man. that is the most. You know, I I was originally like I'm originally against realignment and the playoff extension and all that stuff. Because I, I mean, why reward a team if they're not good? You know what I mean? Like, why why would we reward the top twelve teams in the nation to play for a championship? But I think that if you do it like that and you play a consistent a consistent schedule without a conference play. And the pod system, I mean, that's I'm all for it. I'm all for twelve, and then kind of let everyone line it up, see who's better. See, I, I, we need to go get to this full the Tennessee game. But I thought, <laughs> I thought that they should have went with, uh, should at least went to six games anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, well, six sixteen playoffs. Yeah. Uh, do like how you have a uh, power five, but only have four slots. You're already yeah. sliding the cunt, you know. That's true. So that's just how I felt about that. But anyway, um, uh, I look like Tim then slipped out of here, but uh, I don't know what happened. But uh, I guess we could uh, let's go and move to the Tennessee and Florida. So, um, what do you think of some of your keys for the Tennessee Florida game? Um, probably the pass rush against whatever quarterback they roll out there. Uh-huh. I think that'll be uh, we'll see how that goes. I think that pass rush against uh, well, Milton's already bad against pressure, but uh, I think Hooker, Hooker, it is. Hook, yeah, and then, and then oh, Hooker. Yeah. I haven't Hooker. seen much yeah. on him. I know he came from VT, <laughs> but I I have not seen He's, much on him at all. You 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 haven't missed nothing, Donovan. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's another Milton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say I think he maybe could be better than Milton, but like, no, nah. <laughs> their their accuracy downfield is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I watched the. It, uh... it, it is just flat out terrible, yo. I, I saw bits and pieces of the Pittsburgh game, and Milton looked awful. I mean, he, he's no accuracy. Dude, you could watch any game that you see in this season. You'll see, like, there's wide open. So, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, down the field, I would say. Down, down the field. field. Yeah, 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 down yeah. the field. Mm-hmm. My thing my thing for Florida is what we should have did um, in the first quarter with Bama. 
come out and just play, press yeah. and play. Come out and give them the pressure. As long Make, as Elon's healthy. You know what? At this, with, with it being against Tennessee, I'm mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, look, I, I don't, I don't even mind. I don't yeah, know, to be honest. Yeah, uh, um, Elam, if he has any, yeah, if he's if he, is he nagging, of, yeah, if he feels yeah. like he's I think not one hundred percent, I don't, I don't want ninety nine and a half. I want one hundred. Yeah. If he feels like ninety nine, ninety nine and a half, I'm saying no, sit down. And that's bro. the same way I'm with what they are. I mean, yeah, you could. It's it's a call. It's a toss up because on one hand, you could play him at. 80 and then risk, you know, a, a long-term thing, or you could just hold them out. Because in the grand scheme of things, the Alabama game means nothing. Exactly. That's not what an I East think. game. We, so right. Not I don't blame play. Dan for not playing him, especially considering he was dealing with that injury. But, I mean, exactly. if you get him healthy, the same way with Elam. Like, don't don't rush anything back because you don't need him yet. Right. You want everybody healthy for your Georgia game. So, mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't I think we still have the players, uh, even if it was a freshman. I put Jason Marshall out there. You know what? You're yeah. right. This would be the game. I say, you know what, Jason? This is your. Um, this is gonna be a game you start if if uh, Kyrie is not feeling a hundred percent. You're gonna start repressing these dudes because that's what Jason can do anyway. So let's yeah, go, sure. man up. And real quick, just a. Uh, kind of go over some stats with Tennessee, what we're looking forward to this Saturday against them. So um, right now at this point, Hendon Hooker, uh, he is uh, the quarterback with uh, the most attempts and the best completion percentage and the most yards. So we're looking at uh, Hendon Hooker. Uh, he's attempted 47 passes uh, for 392 yards with a 70 completion percentage. Uh, averages about eight yards per throw in five touchdowns, one interception. Uh, so not bad numbers uh, from, yeah. from Hendon Hooker. I mean, considering um, he played, he played exactly. Bowling Green and Tennessee. Exactly. Back. Right. They, that's they that's where the context they, comes they in. Yeah, you have to kind of look at who he played. And even against Pitt uh, and some of the those other teams that they – who the hell who else have they played so far? I can't remember. Uh, uh, Tech. Yeah. Tennessee so, Tech, Bowling Green, and Pittsburgh. And, and Pitt. And yeah. then the Pitt the loss is even worse now because Pitt lost. Well, and yeah. they they kind of run this like two quarterback system as well over there. They don't because so they, they don't have no choice. Yeah, That's and the um, <laughs> they have. Well, I think uh, that, I like mean, just based on the ahead. box score, it looks like they're rolling with Hooker, which yeah. I think is kind of the general consensus. I mean, it's only because one Milton for one. Against, yeah, yeah, Joe Milton's hurt as well. One um, for one, Bowling Green, fifteen dude. for twenty-one, Pitt, and seventeen for twenty-five. Uh, Did y'all see that hit on Hinton Hooker their last game? Sheesh, dude! Oh my god, I thought he was done. Like, go, go! If y'all get a chance, go watch that hit um, on their last game they played. Oh uh-huh. my god, dude! I was like, I thought he was. I thought that was an instant knee injury. Um, it did not look good. Um, he was some the of the worst ones don't end up being anything. Right? There's no way he didn't tear his ACL, and then he <laughs> right. comes back next week. Yeah, it's the one he just ran just- to the sideline, and he was like, oh. This mother went out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just like um, in the Alabama game uh, with their running back, dude, uh, Trey Dean pulls him down. He kind of – his knee gets 
his foot was stuck oh, in the yeah, ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, As oh. I said, dude, he, oh, my God, that did not look good. But he literally just kind of shakes it all, goes out for a couple of plays, comes right back in. Mm, I like, wow. I think it was yeah. Brian Robinson. We hate to see that. And that's why you don't like them horse collars. Like, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. Tennessee also as well. Um, let me see here. I had all my stuff up. And now I'm big sauced over here. I don't know what is what. <laughs> I had to run downstairs. The 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 missus is asleep right now. I had to I send her a text and was like, can I, can I, can I have a can I have a beer? <laughs> no reply. That means <laughs> nope. Not for me. You can't. Nah, she's asleep. I do it. So rushing attempts. They're running back. Um, looks like they've been going with a mixture of Tyron Evans and Jabari Smalls. Uh, Tyron Evans with 31 carries uh, for 161 yards, averaging 5.2 and two touchdowns. And Jabari, um, he's averaging 31 carries, 135 yards with 4.5 um, and then two touchdowns. And then they also have been running Hendon Hooker. 18 attempts for 113 yards, averaging 6.3 yards a carry. So, yeah, um, and a touchdown as well. So, um, very – they run the ball kind of like uh, – run the ball a little bit better than Alabama, actually. Um, so, um, yeah, the Gators, we need to shore up that run game. There was a couple, couple runs Alabama had, but all in all, when we started to get aggressive, we kept them at bay. So um wide receivers, they're um they're most Jeez. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at they're, it right now. Their their highest receiving <laughs> yard or receiving number is nine with their tight end. <laughs> oh so, my yeah. god. That's why I'm telling you, we have to come out and play pressure, yo. Exactly. That's why I'm like, if if Kyrie, if Elam is not a hundred percent, I don't mind like keep him mm-hmm. out, put Marshall in. Like Test them and make them beat you deep because all they've been doing anyway is dinking and dunking. They mm-hmm. already prove. I mean, and I'm sure they might hit hit you and beat you deep on one or two. I'll take that, but like, put the pressure on. Them. Like, I don't want to see no soft coverage. Like, put the pressure on these cats. Yeah, and yeah, you can't you can't let a team like I said, Hendon Hooker. Um, um, he looks like a serviceable quarterback uh, right now, but you know you have to take it and to look at who he's playing. Who he's playing? So you yeah. have to you have to come out and hit them in the mouth. Uh, you can't be playing this little like shell. You can't be seeing trying to go twelve rounds with these dudes and say, "Oh, we'll eventually beat them." You need to come out, throw haymakers from the get go, swing right. hard, swing heavy, get out of there. Uh, nobody in Florida don't need to sweat. I want to see. The uh, backup quarterbacks in. Um, there you go. That's what's uh-huh. crazy too. We haven't seen yet. Uh, Florida's, you know, typically you'll see, especially with Dan Mullen. Um, we we saw Emory early on in the season when in twenty um, was it eighteen or nineteen, whatever year uh, he came in. We saw him fairly early, right? And I know that. Emory was Damon's highest quarterback, but I'm saying I want to see 
I want to see just Kitna or Del Rio throw a ball. That's what I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if they're if they're in the game, they're doing something right. Exactly. I think I think it'd be Kitna if it if it is down to one of them. And I want to see it. Um, and that that just gives everybody a rest assurance that none of our two what our we one got or twos, coming. our one or twos are going to be a okay. Nobody's going to get injured. Nobody's going to get mm-hmm. hurt. Right. Um, and that's what we need to see at Florida. We need to see those young guys playing. And get them experience because we don't know. You know, with Florida, they don't have a ton of depth. Um, some of these young guys going to have to play eventually if somebody gets hurt, yeah. right? So, right. Um, <laughs> and they do a good job of rotating dudes, but still. Go ahead, Juice. I got a, a, a few keys, what I, what I have uh, written down um, with, with Tennessee coming, coming to Florida. Let the crowd be a, a factor again, uh, just like it was in the Alabama game. Get pressure up that middle. Um, that guard seems to be uh, where they have a little issue at on the offensive line. So let's try to put pressure uh, pressure on them. We're going to have to make sure we kind of keep them their quarterbacks contained, though, because they do have the ability to run. So, I mean, I don't expect them to be that deep, but we still have to – Watch out for their legs. Um, and we have to limit ourselves with the turnovers, man. And we have to create turnovers. Yeah, that's one thing that UF hasn't done is create turnovers. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think we all expect Florida to go beat Tennessee. I think we all want to see. A complete game. That's all we're here for. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to see none of this. Uh, the second quarter of the games, like mm-hmm. 10 to 7. To seven. Yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah, 10 yeah. to 7. <laughs> it's, One it of needs these, to be like, like the Alabama game. Yeah, it needs it to be total quarter. domination. Yeah, yeah. yeah I need to exactly. See, bam, bam, bam. I need to see 21, 21 in the first quarter. Quarter, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I need like to see the, what was it, 2018 game? I think exactly. Mullen's first, first at Kentucky or uh, at at Tennessee. At Tennessee, yeah. what was it? Was like well, we had a bunch of interceptions. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of interceptions, and it was bad. They were just going our way. That yeah, I mean, we we need to come out like again, just be balanced. Oh, and again, I'm on forty-seven twenty-one. Yeah, there we go. We we need to be balanced. I want to see. Uh, honestly, we need to be up by at least three TDs. We need to win by at least three TD. We need to cover the spread. Spread, yep, definitely. And then the last thing with Tennessee, then we're moving on, getting out of here. Uh, their defense, they have eight sacks, and this is a really good stat for them. So their uh, pass breakups, they have 17 pass breakups, and they have uh, four interceptions right now. So, um, yeah, Tennessee <clears throat> looks like, and like I said, we got to take it in a little context because who they played, but – it seems like their defense can get pressure on your quarterback and they get their hands up or their cornerbacks yeah. like to play aggressive. So with Emory Jones having those five interceptions, that will be something to look out for as well um, to, so, to, to have that complete game like we're talking about, right? So mm-hmm. what what we need to do to get that, get that start, let's run the ball. Let's run the ball and get these cornerbacks out of it to where they start to either pushing already, pushing in, so – Mm-hmm. It'll open up the pass game. Yes, yeah. sir. All right, let's move on. 
Um, that was Tennessee, Florida preview. Um, and also that game, <laughs> I say I'll keep moving on, but Jesus, I keep going back to this damn game. But uh, what time is that game at? Like seven is that, or six? Seven, six o'clock, what, seven o'clock seven Eastern o'clock. time, six o'clock Central time. When was our last night game in the swamp? LSU. Uh, LSU, <laughs> LSU, yeah. No, it was, it was FAU. FAU two weeks ago. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yeah. Was, I think we're gonna was. have a lot more night. Uh, but I don't, I don't see us having a lot of 12, 12 o'clock games. Yeah, I, I just think, see. yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll, then you'll be a nooner probably. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Um, I think we got another FSU like FSU at this pace. FSU at this pace will be. Yeah, nooner. yeah, but you know what? I think they'll probably try to keep that one at two thirty. Um, yeah. Due to with it being a rivalry, but still. Um. But yeah, we'll definitely have a couple noon because I think we got another like cupcake game, like right yeah, Sanford, Sanford. Yeah, yeah. So come out town. So I believe maybe a Vanderbilt or Sanford probably get us a noon. The rest of them will probably be yeah, three thirty, seven thirty. Yep, yep. There you go. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on here. Um, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our. Sauce Pick'em of the Week. And um, what's crazy is, so what we're going to do is from here on out, every week, we well, are going to so have uh, <laughs> the Sauce Pick'em winner, a weekly winner. And so last week, uh, if you guys, like I said, if you want to uh, participate in our Sauce Pick'em, uh, we use uh, mainly Twitter to do this. Um we also, I know there's some fans in here. We, uh, you can throw it in the chat as well, um, but we do use mainly Twitter to shout people out and tag you in the pics and stuff like that. So, um, and what I'm gonna do here is real quick, go ahead and hit the drum roll for me for our sauce pick'em oh, weekly damn, I winner. I'm missing a stick. Hey, my boy Juice. You know, hey. With the five and seven, <laughs> man, the picks this Jeez. week. Yeah, this, know, the picks this week was, <laughs> they were terrible. I know, look at this. <laughs> Dude, we had, I went three and seven. <laughs> it was bad this week. I don't even want to know. With yeah. the, was it week one I came on here? I think mine was really bad. <laughs> yeah, or uh, I think you were in week two, Donovan. Week two, yeah. Or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, right. Um, And he also, he actually did tie with uh, another one of our um, pick them guys, uh, which is B Dub, uh, five and seven, but Juice had the better pick, thirty-eight to ten. He picked Alabama to win, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, the other guy, I think he had it was like thirty-eight to ten. He had Alabama, so he picked Florida to score ten points. So uh, Juice was the winner because he had the better score. So good job, Juice, man. The first uh, pick them weekly winner. Is the co-host of Talking Sauce five and seven? Oh, right. five I know and seven. With, the, with, the, with the five and seven. He came mm. through like he came through like Eli Manning. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, whatever it do, take the win the championship, yo. You know? As long as you put the ball to your head, I don't care. We yes, do sir. So let's go ahead. We'll get through these um um these picks we have for this week. Um, Donovan, I. Yeah. I didn't initially tag you, but I didn't. I added you to our post as well. 
Um, and I also sent you those picks as well. So let's go ahead and start with um, week week four. What are we, week four now? Yeah. Yeah. Week four, yeah. Sauce Pick'em. Um, we'll start with Wake Forest at Virginia. Um, and with this game, real quick, I got some handy-dandy stats here. So... <clears throat> Um, if I can find them, big sauce over here. <laughs> yeah, so Wake Forest leads this series, uh, 34 to 16. Wake Forest is currently on a four game win streak, um, and played is currently on a four game win streak. Uh, they've only played four times since 2008. Uh, Wake Forest has won in 08, 2012, 2016, and 2020. So Donovan, we'll start with you. Come back to me. Come back to me. All right. <laughs> um, and two, real quick, if you guys are in the chat, if you want to participate, um, go ahead and throw your um, or your picks in the chat. Uh, like I said, if you do really want to be a part of the Pick'em, um, we do it. We do it mainly on Twitter. Um, you guys also, if you don't, if you're not on Twitter, I know some of our followers don't do Twitter. Um, you can also send me your picks through, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, as well. If you guys want to follow us on those social media platforms. So, uh, right now we are doing, uh, the Wake Forest at Virginia pick and, uh, I'll go ahead and make my pick. I'm going with Wake Forest. Yeah, that's who I'm going with myself. I'm going with Wake. Make it three. I'm going Wake. All right. Wake Forest. What is their mascot? What are they? Like the, the uh, demon, the demon Deacons. <laughs> demon yeah. Deacons. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Wake Forest. <laughs> um, this will be a very interesting game. So number 12, Notre Dame at number 18, Man. Wisconsin. Um, real quick, I've got some stuff on here. So the last time, this is crazy. The last time Notre Dame played Wisconsin was September 26, 1964. Jeez, Notre Dame won the game 31 to 7. So I thought that was pretty insane. Um, yeah. A long time ago. Yeah, uh, that was definitely yeah. helpful. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Juicy. You, you getting up there, cuz. I know, right? I know, right, man? Shoot, I'm becoming vintage. I'm like fine wine. I'm vintage. Uh, <laughs> other day, the other day, Juice called me talking about AARP and Bingay. Nah, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I was like, hey, man, I think they sent me a card. <laughs> he was at a buffet. <laughs> With a senior discount. I know. 12 o'clock. <laughs> Oh Go shoot, Go ahead, uh, man. man! You know what? I'm, I was torn in between this, but uh, I've been kind of like been picking like some little upsets, and I feel like Wisconsin pulled that one out for me. All right, Wisconsin. Okay, I'm going with whiskey. Okay, <laughs> not so fast, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with. Notre Dame, give me Notre Dame. Okay, and a, and a and a big win over Wisconsin. They haven't big impressed win. me much. I know that's the only thing. Yeah, they <laughs> just haven't impressed me. I feel like it's a game they because they should have lost it. They should have lost to Florida State. Yeah. 
So, Ed, I see how bad Florida State playing. I ain't saying Wisconsin is the best team, but if they yeah. were to play play a hard game, I think they can, they can pull it out. Jack Cohen's pretty solid, but right. Real quick, let's go to the chat for a couple minutes. Uh uh McClendon, if we can hold Alabama to 92 yards rushing, we can do that to anyone because that's all Kentucky got. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I mean true, but you better make sure you still got some uh wide receiver coat. Because uh, Will yeah. Levis can't throw that ball. And, and trust me. He's been he struggling no, lately, though. Yeah, <laughs> but he ain't no <laughs> Joey. Yeah. But hey, been, I, I, basically, basically, to me, all you need to do is come out like the second half of Alabama. Just yeah. play aggressive, and yeah. you're going to make him make contested throws. I, I and that's that, when he starts yeah. to look. That's not. That's if you play that soft coverage, yes, he's gonna eat you up just like every quarterback did last year on us. <laughs> I honestly I believe if we do every team that way, we should be fine. Get because the, the problem is the quarterback. You just gotta get these quarterback flustered. And if you mm-hmm. can get them, that's when the mistake's gonna happen. So we gotta apply that pressure. Well, that's why Florida last year made Connor Bazelak, Max Johnson. Uh, all these guys, Calamon. man, they mm-hmm. make them look like they're just the best God. quarterbacks in the damn yeah, league. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, he was like, hey, that dude should have been a Heisman. No, it's because they're comfortable. Like any right? any I quarterback, mean, any quarterback. That's the difference between. I could do that. Just give me give me five of the yards. I could I could do that. Yes, I agree. As long as I ain't got good. Yeah, I love to see juice out there. <laughs> I mess around, man. Now That's my I boy, shoot. Blue. <laughs> shoot, I bet I was just walking around, uh, around the damn bed at the hotel room and hurt my knee. I was just walking. I was, and then matter of fact, I heard it again, and I was in the bed. I was just moving. <laughs> so, I, nah, it, it, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> don't need to be out there. Hey, when they take you off on that cart juice, I'm going to be on there with you. <laughs> Patty on the back. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be thumbs up in the crowd. <laughs> but he didn't even He's play okay. the game yet. Yeah. He's okay. He was just walking from the sidelines about to get in the game. I know. He went out. <laughs> yeah, he was warming up. <laughs> right. He's going to be the first stretching. person carted off from the sideline. He pulled a, pulled a muscle stretch it on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, that juice, that dude juice gonna stay in the tent, bro. <laughs> right. Living oh man. All right, man. Let's move on. Did we pick uh, the last game? I don't even know. Yeah, 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 Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so LSU at Mississippi State. This is a good. I'm one. not. I'm. I'm not surprised with. Not happy with either one. Um. I like Mississippi State. Before you pick two, it, uh, yeah. after you get done, I'm gonna, I got something to tell you. But go ahead. Okay. Yep. Uh, I like because of Mike Leach. I really think he can get the players to play. I think he can really do something. But I'm going to get an edge to LSU just because just it's LSU. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, real quick, LSU has beat Mississippi State uh, in pairs. Of two since 2014. So they won in 2014, 2017, and 2020. 
And uh. so Mississippi State has won in they won in 15, 16, and then 18, 19. Uh-huh. Uh, so is this the year? Is this the year that the cycle ends? Because if uh, LSU wins again, then it messes up the cycle. Or actually, yeah, if LSU wins again, then it'll mess up the cycle. So I got LSU. Okay. It only stays all that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> cycle be a broken man. Cycle be unbroken. Yeah. Damn up and finally get his win. Win against uh, the cycle is going to be broken. Give me them tigers. Go tigers. Go tigers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then our next game. We'll move on. So um, Iowa State at Baylor. Now this game right here, I like this. This is going to be interesting. And uh, so I have a stat here. So <clears throat> Coach Dave Aranda at Baylor. Uh, what's crazy is in uh, 2020, he started the season two and seven. Baylor right now is three and oh. So they've already won more games than last year. <laughs> um, Baylor actually leads the series 10 to nine. Um, Iowa State won last year. So uh, I'll start this pick off. You know what? Give me. I like Coach Dave Miranda, what he's doing over there at Iowa State. I think he's he's doing a good job. But give me Iowa State. Go Cyclones. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going Baylor. Mm, yeah, me too. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm a Matt Baylor. Campbell hater. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Miranda's uh, a hell of a coach. Yeah, yeah, he's um, already won more games than last year, so yeah. Well, he walked into nothing, so yeah, right. And I'm just Probably still, here. and I'm still not sold on Iowa State. I mean, they got a lot of holes. Yeah. So, and this is a conference game too. So this is. They play a little different in the conference game. I think uh, around they're going to have him Baylor ready to play. So, All right. And we'll move on to our next game here. Tennessee at number 11, Florida Gators. I think we all know I who think we're we, I think we all agree. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I think we're all taking the 18-and-a-half point favorite. I, I'm definitely uh, – Okay, well, let me take. Since we you say are, you're taking uh, that, Donovan. Oh, I'm definitely taking it too. Um, yeah, are we going ahead and giving out the score since we're here now? Because I'm going to give my score out. Yeah, go ahead and give your Florida Tennessee score. I got uh, 40. Real, oh, go ahead. I was going to say in the chat real quick. What do you guys think that the Florida Tennessee game score is going to be? Go ahead and put it in the chat. Sorry, Juice. Go ahead. No, no, no. I got 48 17. 48, 17? Yep. Yeah, I got 45, 18. 45, 45, 45, 17, I meant. Okay. I don't know why I got 18. Yeah, 45, 17. All right. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. Done 50. Todd Grantham has finally woke up, everybody. (laughs) 
Oh, not the shout out. Big sauce over here. Oh, you got to be. You a teacher to say a shout out. Nah, hell no. I ain't oh, that I was well, saying. I, hey, I'm not doing hair one. Can't, can't even I don't about that. Can't even shout out USF and FAU. <laughs> hey, I'll fix yeah. it. Boy. I'll fix it. Text your wife. Hey, you got to hey, go man. check your man tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking, not smoking. <laughs> right. He's doing something else, y'all. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I give Tennessee 10, Florida 37. All right, All right. We'll move on to number 25, Kansas State at Oklahoma State. And um, this game here. Let's see. Oh, and I real quick too. Let me go back to I have uh, something about the Florida Tennessee game. So uh, obviously the Gators have dominated dominated the series since two thousand and five. Um, the Gators have lost once um, since that time in twenty sixteen. Um, in that game, the balls um, led by Joshua Dobbs scored thirty five points Stops. in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, Florida is actually. Um, in this series since 2005, Florida is outscoring the Vols by 205 points. So the Florida Gators have scored a total of 485 points. The Vols have scored a total of 280 points since 2005 in the series. So a difference of, yeah, that's crazy, 205 points. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and then also I have this other stat. We are on this Kansas State. Uh, Oklahoma game. So OSU leads the series 41 to 26. Uh, they're on a two game win streak. Last year, the game ended 18 to 20 um, in state of uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, anybody want to go ahead and take this one? Well, I say, uh, I don't know nothing about nothing on this game. <laughs> so I'm just going to go who got the highest rank. Uh, so give me Kansas State. <laughs> uh, Donna, um, I mean, you ready or you want me to go? I don't I don't know one thing about this game. I don't think Kansas State. And I'm going to go with Kansas State, too. And, um, yeah, Kansas State, I don't even know who. I mean, I know their coach, but not for real, for real. Uh, so Who's there now? Um, <laughs> I can't even remember. It, it's a dude's name that you will it's never like. Dude. <laughs> no, for real, like his name is it, 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 it's a dude. It's his name is like you're like who? Wait, who is that? Chris Cleoman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> you're like wait. Who? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> uh, so real quick before we move on to the next game here, um, we're gonna go through the chat. So Frank oh, okay. Bibbs, the Florida Tennessee game, he has fifty five to fourteen. I would like. To we see got that. Da Vinci forty two to twenty. We got Q, 38 to 21. It bet not be. We've got Caverly, 34 to 14. And, uh, yeah, so all interesting scores. I think everybody expects us to win pretty good here. Yeah. Um, so this, this Cleelman dude that coaches Kansas State, he came from uh, NDSU. 
Mm. North Dakota. So, That's North Dakota, right? North Dakota yeah. State. Okay. Uh, four-time NCAA Division One FCS champion. Okay. 2014, 2015, 2017, 2018. That was with North Dakota, boy. They were bad. Yeah, they're always a really good program. Yeah, of course. Okay. And... Yeah, I'm definitely going with him then. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then. I'm right there with you. <laughs> the uh, last game here, or for the sauce pick 'em, and then we'll go to our big sauce game of the week is uh, uh, University of Kentucky at South Carolina. Um, real Did quick. Did we do Tech in Texas? Uh, oh, wait. Ooh. I don't think we did. I think we skipped that one. I did no, we sure did. Yep, yep. We sure did skip that one. Yep. Yeah, I did something crazy. Big sauce over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, let's loop back around. Um, did I even say anything about No, I didn't. So real quick before we pick this game, Texas leads the series 53-17 to with a three-game win streak. Uh, this is Stark's first year at UT. And um, for me, I think that you always will lose a game that you shouldn't. So Arkansas. I'm gonna go with University of Texas. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you go last, Jonathan. Um but I'm picking them too. I'm sorry, I'm going Texas. Uh, I'm going Texas. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken though, Texas Tech is three and O, if I'm not mistaken. So, Have they played anyone? Uh, look it up for me, and then we'll, we'll we'll circle back around. And uh, while we're doing that too, um, I'll go ahead. They um, played. They played okay. FIU. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Austin and Houston. <laughs> well, not, uh, not not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll be three and one um, after this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, like I said, though, who knows? This college football, we've seen crazy yeah. things happen. Mm-hmm. True. All right, so um, Kentucky has only lost one time to South Carolina in the last seven years. South Carolina actually leads. In the all-time series, eighteen to thirteen. Yep, let's yep. make it eighteen fourteen. <laughs> 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 They're about to lose another one. <laughs> Back that line outside, y'all finna lose another one, buddy. Is the grad assistant still playing over there? No, they're uh, their quarterbacks back. Oh, oh, is it okay? okay. It's five and a half point spread in terms of. Uh, I think Kentucky's a favorite. So, which I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're in the same stratosphere. We'll see. Yeah, I think Vegas South always, Carolina. Vegas okay. always knows best, but yeah, five that does points, not seem like they a, don't. No, nope, nope. Yeah. something, something is going Something's on. Fishy. Man. Yeah, they're either trying to get you to bet on this damn game, <laughs> <laughs> or they're trying to. They know something we don't. Yeah. Hmm. I'm still taking Kentucky. You can't. can't yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ugh, give me Kentucky, man. Whatever. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah, I can't. I can't bet on the first year head coach over there either with all that going on. Will Muschamp. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen what Will Muschamp do, do to your program after he leaves. So. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have no faith in Shane. <laughs> I ain't even say I ain't got faith in him. It's like you just said, it's first this, year head coach. You got too much going on. Yeah, yeah. It, it, if it I look can't. at it, who's who's more of a program? This is more like who's a better program at this point. It's mm-hmm. not like yeah. That I mean, I, I do. Tr- yeah, I think we found out nothing about Kentucky this game. Yeah, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I, I still trust Stoops more than I would trust uh, Shamer. Yeah, and. Again, South Carolina to me, uh, like you said, you're dealing with much champion leave with a lot of holes. So uh, I'm sure there's a lot of holes there. In so yeah, Kentucky, um, Oklahoma State will beat Kansas State in the chat here. We got a. What do you guys think about think of UCLA? That's what I had a game uh, because honestly, I believe Stanford might get actually pull the upset on that one. Yeah, I was thinking, I was looking at this game and I was boring. Uh, (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think, I don't know, man. This game is weird because who did Stanford lose to? Didn't they lose to someone already? They dropped one that they weren't supposed to. Yep, yeah, and I man. think that's I think that's that they go. Oh, go ahead. No, that's what I was just saying. That's why I was like, you better have two teams that lost games they probably should have won. Um, but I don't know. Uh, Honestly, lost, they lost to Kansas State. That's who Stanford lost to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They beat USC because Helton got fired because uh, yeah, they beat Vandy. So. I, I would say Stanford, Stanford beat UCLA, and then in turn UCLA goes goes out the following week and beat Oregon. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what I think about Chip Kelly at UCLA. I don't like him. <laughs> he's, he's inconsistent, that's for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that that's the word. Come out looking like word beaters one one week and right <laughs> at the bed the next. Hey, yeah. I am so glad that he did not go to Florida. Boy, <laughs> boy, this is—I don't know if the podcast would be existing right now. No, no, I've been over. Yeah, no, I told. That's I think. Nope, we got another freeze. Oh. <laughs> um. Anywho, let's we'll move on while he comes back here. Oh, I ain't uh, back. Hey, oh, now you hey, back. There hey. you go. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what was he saying, Juice? No, I was just saying he's he's not built for the SEC. And he knows that, too. Yeah, that's the reason why he... Hey, he took his name out of search. Yeah, he knew that. He oh, yeah. It was too much pressure. Yeah. Yeah, you can't come to the SEC with that. Not with that bull. Lack, no. That lackluster recruiting. day school. Yeah. yeah. Bro, just, we would have... It'll just catch up to you, too. Too quick, man. We've seen yeah. we've seen too many, and even if you can recruit, it, that don't that still don't matter. Yeah, we've seen yeah. like think about this, um, and I can't remember the exact names, but I'll try to call them off. So we've seen Les Miles, Coach of the Year, uh, Kevin Sumlin, Coach of the Year, Gene Tizik, Coach of the Year, um, 
I think I'm leaving off maybe somebody else in there. But those three guys all were coach of the year at one point a time in the SEC. And guess what? Guess what they at? One of them, yeah, one of them at ESPN. The other one is – is he still at Arizona or he gone from there? Someone's gone. I think he's gone. Yeah, he's okay. gone. And, um, I don't even know where he is now. Who Who is the last one I called? Oh, Les Miles. We, Les oh. Miles. And he out. <laughs> he's in so, hiding. He's in hiding. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard from him since he left Kansas State. <laughs> or Kansas, my bad. So, and I, and what was, what was kind of almost the – besides Les Miles, what was the one key ingredient with all of them? was that they had one prominent player, and it was your quarterback. You had Gene Chizik that had Cam Newton. You had Sumlin that had um, – Johnny Manziel. Jo- yeah, Johnny Manziel. And uh, everybody – they, they, they had good – LSU. Those, I mean, they oh, had Mike Evans. They had, yeah, they had good players yeah, on this. They and did, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I think that these coaches, like, uh, the thing about those dudes – is they had good, they had like one good team. I would mm-hmm. say that they they did have one good generational player because we could say Johnny Menzel and then you could say um, Cam Newton and then um, um, Les Miles. Well, I think Les Miles had really, a better. He had a better than than them just because he was at LSU. Yeah, well, but yeah. even with the even with the Cam Newton teams, I mean, uh, I mean Cam was really. <laughs> it really a generation was uh, on that team because yeah, when you go look like at their Johnny recruiting Manziel rankings, form. but Johnny did have. I would say Johnny had a little bit more than Cam Newton had. I give him that credit. Shit, I say Cam was better than Johnny. Oh no, Cam. no, 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 no. I'm, I said, oh yeah, I, weapons, yeah, for sure. Yes, I'm talking. Oh, weapons. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. Ooh, mm-hmm. I was about to say, yeah. okay, yeah. We I said Cam. I said Cam. <laughs> Cam. Johnny had more weapons than Cam Newton. That's what I said. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. And because when you go back and look at <laughs> the recruiting rankings of the team with Auburn, they they're one of those outlier teams where um you have their I forget what the ranking actually is, but typically when you see teams win a national championship, they're in a upper echelon. They're like high recruiting rankings. They're top number five, top, top five. Seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Auburn was like thirteenth, I think, at the time, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. And um, so that's how you can tell how good Kim Newton was. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah. So we'll move on real quick to the last um, game. And it's the big sauce game of the week. And what's crazy is the sauce has been flowing because I don't have it on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Okay. Um, Donovan, real quick, before we get to this game, um, actually, I wanted to talk a little bit about the recruits at that game, at the Florida-Alabama game. Mm. Will you go ahead, will you um, kind of give us a rundown or maybe who was there or if you saw yeah. any guys, what they, did you get any, did you get to talk to any of them? What did they say? What was, um, what was it like? Yeah, it was, it was a lot. <clears throat> Let you know here. Yep. Um, the one, I mean, the one biggest person that wasn't there was Evan Stewart. Okay. So he missed his flight on the way in. Um, he was supposed to fly in with Evers. Oh, and man. so pretty much they got to the airport and Stewart wasn't there. So they're like, we're going. Like, sorry. 
So, um, he missed his flight, but he said he wanted to try to get back for another game, which is kind of good. Um, I mean, I, that would have been obviously that atmosphere isn't gonna be. There's not gonna be another game like that atmosphere. Right, right. So, I mean, kind of, kind of tough with that one. Um, Jaden Gibson was in town. Uh, Zaria Thomas was in town. Uh, Walter Nolan showed up. Chris McClellan showed up. Um, a few other, I'd say smaller guys, but people that are less known. Uh, Jamari Lyons. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Osbury. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of – pretty much the whole commit list was there, uh, except for a few guys. But, I mean, you name it, they were in town this week. I think this class, I, I'm, that is something I don't know. I feel like this class is gonna be real sneaky. Mm-hmm. It's like it's gonna be like sneaky good. I feel yeah. like it's just gonna creep up slow. It, it's like I don't. It's something in me. It's just like something sneaky is gonna happen. Like something that we're not expecting. Yeah, it's There's gonna happen. Mullen always, Mullen always gets one of those a year. We got people talking about Watson mm-hmm. Nolan in the chat, Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he didn't give us much. I didn't, I didn't take the interview myself, but I heard the audio, and it was just, it was the most basic responses. <laughs> right. I think he said the visit was a nine out of ten. So I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I do know he was in town the day after, because uh, it's an unofficial visit. So technically, their stuff's not supposed to be paid for. Yeah. Um, it's all on their own dime. So that was it. Um, he was there Sunday. He was hanging out with a few players. He went and got his haircut by the, the barber that most of the guys on the team go to. So yep. that was pretty cool. Um, so he, you know, he likes being here. He likes hanging out with everyone. Um, is it going to be enough to pull him? I don't know. <laughs> I would say no at yeah. this point. Um, there's just so, yeah. so many other things going on with him. Um, I think McClellan. McClellan's down at three. Um, he's probably the second DT on the board. Uh, out of Oklahoma, top fringe top 100 guy. I think he's one one or three on rivals. Uh, he was pretty much had all all good things to say about UF. Um, he visits Oklahoma this weekend for an official, which is going to be tough because he's from there. You know, he's got the hometown pool, home state pool. Um, but UF, he already visited UF uh, in June. They compare him to Zach Carter. They compare a lot of guys to Zach Carter, but. Chris McClellan's probably the number one guy that fits that build, if you will. So I think that – I think if you just go one and two on Nolan, uh, if you get one, either Nolan or McClellan, you're good at TT. Because um, you already – Lions commits next month. Uh, he's he's all but committed to UF. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll pick UF when it comes down to it. Um, he's just kind of waiting for his mom's birthday. Uh, Gibson's kind of the same way. I expect Gibson to go to UF. Uh, he yeah. commits October thirteenth. So, what was he supposed to commit earlier? Um, a lot of people thought he would. Yeah, because he was filling UF a lot. Uh, I know Georgia came in late. Yeah, not just recently. So it was kind of between them. Um, but UF just uh, UF kind of won out with that. At least that's where I see it going. Uh, yeah. he, you know, his quotes are all very, very Man. pro UF. AB on the AB on the sauce over there, ain't he? Look at AB yeah, in the AB, chat. AB, AB, big no, big hey. sauce. AB's always big sauce, man. 
AB <laughs> says we're getting both Nolan and McLean. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Look, can you imagine? Hey, if that happened, because I believe we get Stewart too. If that happened, I already told you if we get Stewart already. I said it's a championship coming. So if that happens, then y'all just oh, wait, oh we about wait. to start a dynasty. Let's see. AB, um, what, what just happened here? There we big go. Sauce. Big sauce. I'm AB. I'm big sauce. I don't know what buttons I'm hitting over here. <laughs> I'm over here clicking the damn keyboard like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's this class is really slow because you only have like 13 guys committed. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's not like Mullen. Mullen's one of those guys that fills up his class in the summer. You know, you have 20, 20 guys mm-hmm. committed yeah. going into the season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this this will be. Um, this is one of those seasons when we always talk about the games got to get played. Yeah, I think this, this is the one. one of these seasons that um, you might do a little bit more selling on how you play during the season, you know? Yeah. Because um, like you said, that. normally that's not the case with Dan Mullen. Mm-hmm. It's like he's more like, hey, let's get you signed or we're going to take whoever. Yeah, we're going to take the flashy, the flashy, fancy guys. They're going to take the guys who that's, that's on their board and who they want right. to develop, you know? But this might be a year, like Juice is saying, that we could get into maybe that space of where Florida signs multiple five stars, mm-hmm. but it also could be a, in a space where Florida signs no five stars. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's um, you got you got a shot at three, right? Uh, Stewart Nolan, I think there's one more. Um, the um, guy from Oklahoma, right? Isn't he a five star? He's a top hundred. He's not. A oh, okay, okay. So maybe it is just two. I think. Two oh, and really, then uh, really Jaheem, Jaheem. Yeah, Singletary is a five star. He was there uh, last weekend as well. I don't think we talked to him. So uh, is- he she should be back this weekend. Hopefully, hopefully he shows. Um, because the list, I mean, the list this weekend I, after last weekend is very, very barren. I would love to have him on. I would love to have him, uh, definitely committed to Florida. Yeah. But what is the prop? I feel like we we on the outside looking in. Hmm. I think. Well, with Miami playing the way they are with Singletary, it'll be Georgia-Florida, and I think Florida wins out if it does come down to those two. Because Florida did kind of have a lead before he even committed to Ohio State. Yeah. Right? He really likes UF. Um, I think that shows, you know, just if you get him on campus twice for unofficials during the season and you get an official in December, I mean, you got to land him. And I think with him – he wants to play with the uh, or no, I'm thinking of something else, but you got Humphrey. I like Humphrey. I don't know if he could play day one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think Jaheim could step in next to Marshall, next to Helm, uh, next year, and go out at day one. Hey, he's uh, talking about Elise. Uh, Zarya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. What did I say? Elise. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Azaria. <big sauce. laughs> Man, boy, eyes over here. Yeah, that, creeping, that, yeah right, right. That yeah, would be a one. big pickup. I mean, yeah. he's six three, one seventy five. He does not move like it. Uh, that's Man. like you would think he's playing safety. That you know, if you hear, his, if you just hear his height and weight, but don't he play receiver too? 
Yeah, he plays receiver. I think he plays mm-hmm. both ways in high school. Yeah. But I think we're looking at him as a receiver, though, right? Or uh, They want him as a corner. Corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. When you, when, when you play receiver like that, I think that's what kind of gives those bigger guys the advantage of being able to play cornerback. Because like you said, Donovan, his size 6'3". Yeah. Normally when you're 6'3", dude, <laughs> you, you you definitely going to be a safety. <laughs> yeah, right. But There's I think no – six. You don't ever hear of a 6'3 corner. No. Right. No. But him probably, you know, that being that two-way player, um, and that's what A.B. saying, being a two-way player probably gives him that ability with the hip, the, the fluid movements. And the movement, like yep. Um, yeah, but it'll be – we've seen guys who try it to come out, those bigger guys, but ultimately – they kind of transition back to that safety position, right? Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he's talking about. Uh, any other recruiting news, Donovan, or it kind of sums it up? I think so. I mean, there was so much that came out the weekend. Probably missed something. Yeah. But uh, – Tell the people, too, if they want more recruiting news from you, Donovan, and um, from Rivals and Gators Church, or tell them where they sure. can find you. Uh, so it'll be florida.rivals.com. Uh, Donovan Kaiser over there uh, at Gators Territory on Twitter. Uh, and then my personal was at Kaiser Donovan, just my name, uh, Kaiser. It'll be last and first name uh, on Twitter. So K-E-I-S-E-R, Donovan, D-O-N-A-B-O-N. I'm telling you, if you use Twitter now, man, go follow Donovan. He's always yeah. posting uh, stuff from the sidelines, different pictures, just news in general. Uh, he keeps sure. up. With Keep stuff. Even if even if he's not if it's if it, even if he's not um like his writings and stuff, he'll still keep you up to date. Mm-hmm. He's um he'll show you like stuff that like I'm not a huge guy on Instagram, but Donovan will post it to Twitter and then I'll see it and keep up to date kind of with Florida stuff going on like, over from Instagram. So yeah, we appreciate everything you do on the Florida side of stuff, Donovan. For sure. And uh Let's get to this last game, dude. We've been on here for two hours and eleven minutes. <laughs> it gets longer every time we get on, dude. Here. Right? Yeah. What's crazy is I don't. It doesn't feel like it to me. Right? Like, I'm like, uh, wait. I just looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, geez. all right. Uh, last game, uh, the big sauce game of the week, y'all. You guys see that on the screen there? Yeah, better. Number seven, Texas A&M at number sixteen, Arkansas. Arkansas. Jimbo Ooh. Fisher. Sam Pittman, Sam Pittman's second year over at Arkansas. He's doing big things over there already. Do you guys think, real quick? Oh, actually, I have my stat here. Um, Man, this is gonna be Texas A&M has one is on a nine-game win streak versus Arkansas. The last time our, the Razorbacks won was in uh, October first, two thousand eleven, forty-two to thirty-eight. Coach Bobby Petrino's last season with the Razorbacks. Ryan Arkansas, Mallet. Arkansas actually leads the series forty-one to thirty-three, um, oh. and that's crazy because that was the last time we saw Bobby ride into the sunset with that neck brace. Um, Is that, <laughs> wasn't that Ryan Mallet? Ryan Mallet yes, was the yep. quarterback. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Ryan Mallet over there. Um, or was it Ryan Mallet? Mm, I, uh, I think it was. Was I think that was a senior year. Hold on. I used to, I used to be a big fan of Ryan Mallet for some odd reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I always remember like Arkansas players. Like yeah, Darren, yeah, yeah. I mean, Darren McFadden was national. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
Darren McFadden and uh, what was that other dude? Uh, Felix Jones that they yeah, had. What that? The Ooh, one two combinations. Was, that was the last. Was, okay, it was that his was, junior year. Okay, two thousand or wait, two thousand ten. Yeah, this was in his last. This was. He said two thousand eleven. Uh huh. You know what's crazy oh, is real quick while you're looking that up. Um, I think the last team to run all over Alabama was um, and, and before Florida did it this weekend was Arkansas. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It was. Man, I I see a lot of Arkansas. Uh, man, I don't think I've seen a Texas A&M pick so far. Dude, because uh, I, 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 Arkansas going on in here. I'm I'm tempted because. Frank, I got Arkansas thirty-one to fourteen, and I think somebody earlier in the chat put Arkansas. Oh man, I might have to change my. Pick. I think it'll be a closer <laughs> game. Um, I, I I've been on the fence on this one all day. Um, if I've been on the fence with it all day, I think I'm gonna have to go with Arkansas, man. Just. I'm not sold on Texas and them. I, I just, just not in the way Arkansas been playing. I think Sam, Sam just got these guys ready to play. I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. This going to be another big game, and definitely if Sam wins this one, man, this this takes Arkansas to a whole nother level as well. I, I think they're going to be ready to play, so I'm I'm going with Arkansas. And before, too, real quick, uh, this game to me is one of those games that is going to literally make or break Arkansas because yep. of the simple fact this is their schedule. They have Texas A&M Saturday. The next week you have um, Georgia. Then you have nice. Ole Miss. And then you have Auburn. <laughs> so you so, need to come out of this one, like yeah. You you have to win this to game. win this, yeah. Because <laughs> your next three two, three games yeah. are looking. Yeah, even Auburn. Yeah. I mean, Auburn. I yeah. If they lose against uh, Texas and M, then to me they would. They're yeah, done. they they kind of like. Even if he did win the Auburn game, I mean, okay. Yeah, I think oh. they must go back winning to uh, <laughs> yeah. to the Auburn game. Yeah, and I say they win twenty four seventeen. And That's it's boring. a lot of it is a lot of pressure to put on Sam Pittman in the second year. Um, yeah, but I don't think I've it's always, a lot of pressure on him as it is Jimbo Fri- uh, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, agree because it because it is Sam Pittman's second year. Mm-hmm. It's just that Sam Pittman didn't beat Texas, so we're looking mm-hmm. to, for him to build on that. So, I will say that, but Arkansas, I think it is a lot of pressure because. Arkansas needs these type of wins to get back to like where Arkansas wants to be, right? Yeah. Arkansas, yeah. they don't want to be those. They don't want to be that um, um, Brett Bielema team. They don't want to mm-hmm. be that. Arkansas wants to be able to compete with Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU, right? Right. That's that's their ultimate goal. And so I think, um, I mean, we've already seen coach like Brett Bielema. We've seen what he did. I mean, he had a couple games where he won some games that be like, oh wow, but then he lost a lot of games that are like, Dang. this dude's yeah. trash. So <laughs> I think we need to see. I want to see, even if they lose though, um, I want to see them come out and play uh, uh, another good game, like complete game, to see that yeah. they're on the right step. Because, like we said, 
I mean, next you're going to Georgia or you're at Georgia and then uh, who did Ole I say? Miss. Ole Miss. I mean, we know what yeah. kind of offense they got over there. So who wants to be the first to pick this game? Oh, I did. That's Arkansas. Oh. Arkansas? Okay. I'm only taking – if it weren't for Haynes King being out, I'd probably take A&M, but I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Calzada dude. Uh, yeah. A&M. What's your score? Score, oh, 20, 27, 21. 27, 21. Man, Juice, you go ahead if you got it. If you oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, I got Arkansas 24 to 17. <sighs> so much Arkansas love. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was, I was over here like, yeah, I'm be the only one big Arkansas night. <laughs> Everybody in the chat. Look, look at this. Watch this. There's more. Uh, yeah, there's more Arkansas. 33-14. Or actually 34-14. Man, there's some big scores out here. They, some people get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Arkansas, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see that. I'm, but I'm I, not, yeah. I do like KJ Jefferson, Arkansas's mm-hmm. quarterback. He's 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 definitely better than what I thought he was. Um, they got that. I mean, Pittman with the O line too. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I'm glad he going from Georgia. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It shows too. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, man, I don't care. Let's go, Sam Pittman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going with Arkansas, and my score is. Hmm. Man, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with 31 to 29, Arkansas. <laughs> Dang, he pulled out low scoring. Right, right, right. Low <laughs> yeah. scoring, 31. That, I don't I, know what you call low scoring. <laughs> I, completely, I completely went off what I was about to say. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to say something like 17-10. Right. I, I, I started thinking about the Florida, Florida, uh, Alabama game, and so that's why I said thirty-one to twenty-nine. <laughs> yeah, it ain't nothing about that one. I mean, they got the under over at forty-seven. Yeah. Oh shit! So I'm way off. Yeah, you way old. Yeah. Well, not well, not. not so that's a that's a little lower than it normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not way off, but no. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I don't. I, me personally, I don't think they even gonna get the four. Well, they could get to 47. Yes, they could. Yeah, everybody's been hyping up tasting them defense. So Yeah, oh, their see. defense is, is really good. Yeah, it is, but they playing a team too. I now just I don't that... think their all their offense isn't gonna do enough. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like KJ. He's a big he's a big quarterback, man. Big dude with a big, big. arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you guys got anything else, man? We'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Two hours and 20 minutes. We appreciate all you guys coming in. Uh, AB said I got Arkansas winning 35 to 24. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, like I said, if you guys want to participate a little bit more within these picks, we appreciate you persistent, uh, participating in the chat. But uh, you can follow us over on Twitter where we really uh, will tag you. Uh, also, starting from now, we're going to put a, a weekly winner up to show everybody who won that for the week. Um, 
we appreciate you coming out to follow us and talk with us, hang out, have a drink with us, no matter what you're drinking. Um, look in the description down below where you can follow us on all of our social media platforms. Hey, we got the swag now. We got the merch. Big sauce. If you guys want to uh, support our channel, uh, you can go to TalkingSauce.com. Uh, we got the hoodies. Uh, where I'm at right now is definitely hoodie season. Yeah, uh, man. Today was Ooh, cold, the day was cold, kicked cold, in, cold. Didn't it? <laughs> First day of fall yeah, yeah. kicked in hard. Yep. <laughs> um, all you Florida people, y'all probably like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, man, where we are, dude, it's like 60, 50s in the morning. Yeah. So right now, it's I think perfect. I think it was 84 season. today. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that here? That you said it was, was what, Donovan? Up. 84. 84, boy. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I'll I know take you, that. you Florida I guys. Cold. I know you, you, you wear the uh, hoodies in the house, right? You got to keep uh, it cool in the house. I keep it, <laughs> I keep it at a solid 70 in the house. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, um, we're going to get out of here. And um, remember, follow us. Podcast will be uploaded tomorrow on um, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Anchor. We're on all uh, major platforms. Uh, you guys got anything else to say? If not, we're going to call it a night. Um, Everybody um, have a good night. All right. Appreciate Stay you again, Donovan, coming out and hanging yes, out. Yes, sir. And Later, I'll let y'all boys later. All right.